Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. you're listening to episode 19 of Doggett Club. Season 2. And in this episode, we cover The Sopranos, arguably the start of the golden age of television. We can give a lot... Of, we do give a lot of credit to it in the show. Um, we also have some criticisms. And we have a uh, guest host. Say hi, Charlie. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Go. Yeah, we have our first so, uh, friend of the show coming on. Here. Yeah. Oh, am I first the first guest on the show? Yes, you are. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> the, what an honor. Distinction. Yeah. yeah. The honorable distinction. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll, first guest, we'll first friend. We had a little scramble for headphones and mics, but we're, we're <laughs> professionals. Yeah, we got to work in. <laughs> we did it. So you start with me, and soon you'll have dog. No, but, uh, this is another. We're, we're, we're gonna work on it. This is another show that we have a little, a little, little disparity. It's, an, uh, it's a lot like, lot, not too much, but a lot like the wire where y'all are. There's different. Y'all are tugging on its pud a little harder than me. Differing a little opinions. bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, a little bit. Not as disparate as the wire. Because right. you were Justin and I are in the nines and you're in the eights on that. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, Tony's gonna have something to say about this fat prick that was talking to him bad about my show. I'm gonna fucking you fuck <laughs> you. I will fucking so, use my violence to hurt you. Great <laughs> review and subscribe to us on iTunes or your po- a preferred podcast provider. Uh, and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com/slash/talkingclub. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. You fuck. Bye. talk about The Sopranos today, a show that uh, our, our friend Charlie probably even more familiar with than I am. I know the... I, watched, I don't know about that. I watched the first bunch of seasons real heavy, and I'm spotty on the last few. I'll be completely honest. Yeah, yeah I know. You haven't. Fin- you technically haven't finished the Not show. Completely. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, this will also be all convincing me to go back to something that's probably not going to happen, but uh, and watch The Sopranos. So this is our second installment of what we're calling September as HBO Month. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, HBO wait. Month. Yeah, okay. HBO Month. Okay. We've been tackling... I mean, it's very topical because of AT&T and Netflix and HBO and this whole thing that's in the news right now. 
with AT&T really trying to turn HBO into the new Netflix. Like smearing a bunch of just garbage together. And you know, and everything AT&T touches just turns into gold. Ah. <laughs> there, was, there was an article that came out uh, yesterday, I think, and it said that one of the head guys at AT&T called HBO Tiffany's and Netflix Walmart. Oh boy! But but <laughs> if, don't you want if, if you're Tiffany's to exist? Yeah, if you're if you're if you're the the guy they that's saying nice that, and you're trying they to show all this content in an HBO, you're trying to turn it into Walmart. What what are you doing? If you get it, why are you trying to ruin it? Because that's what AT&T does. They buy things they don't understand. They aren't like what they actually do, and they're like, hey, we're gonna make TV now. Are hey. you? Why? Aren't that, you a phone company that that has shitty, shitty phones? Well, they already like, conquered that. They, you know, they, they everybody has one it and bar. They set it aside. And ever, but see, everyone still needs phones. Can you just concentrate on phones? Because <laughs> here's the thing. My phone doesn't always work super good. And I I figure by, you know, this futuristic year of 2018, maybe my phone will work good. Nope. No? Not my if you phone no work good? Nope. No work good? Nope. Nope. No, we're going to buy HBO. Why? <laughs> Fucking why? <laughs> well, the same reason we bought DirecTV. Oh, and that service is great. I hear wonderful news from people that have DirecTV and have to like deal yeah, with I AT&T. dropped it. I dropped DirecTV. It totally didn't hemorrhage their, their, their loyal customer base because your dumb, dumb name was stamped across the front. Lord knows what they'll do to HBO. Yeah, uh, on the DirecTV issue, they tried to bundle it in with internet, uh, three megabit oh. copper internet. So, um, <laughs> pretty good shit there. Yeah. That's, that's the cutting that edge, bringing, man. Yeah. AT&T copper. Copper. In this day and age, 2018, we're still using 1930 copper. Speed. The old copper age intranet. Speaking. Hello there. My name is Sparkle Spelunkle, and I represent the turn of the century. Not the last <laughs> century, the one before that. The copper age. <laughs> Speaking of coppers, let's talk about the mafia. Yeah, you fuck. (laughs) All right, so I think I've heard enough of that. Yeah, we're Uh, good with the endless opening theme to Sopranos. It's almost over. Let's let's listen to the end of it. Now imagine a big, fat, greasy Italian murderer driving around in his car. That's the opening opening segment to Sopranos. Opening credits. It's just a big, fat. Murderer driving around to that song. Evan's not going to be able to go into New York anymore if they listen to this. They use a much more shortened shortened version of that song in the intro. Okay, the Sopranos 1999 to 2007 run. It was, uh, we talked about it a little bit a previous episode. The Sopranos is arguably one of the first shows Very that first. started the golden age of television. Like we've talked about in past episodes, these kind of lines of delineation of when like like uh one of the last ones was when AMC became like Mad Men Walking Dead Breaking Bad Breaking Bad AMC instead of like movies Independence Day Terminator <laughs> playing blockbuster movies like, from 15 we, we, years we, we've ago we've talked a lot about thing. like the the, the the when cable channels like change we talked about like when we when we covered a, a what USA show Psych, Psych. And we were shirts. talking about how USA has been like four suits, different suits, networks, shirts, shirts, and whatever. Yeah, it's all the same. And how like that, you know, they're different marketing <laughs> campaigns for like these different eras of their network. We the bold, we the bold. Uh, characters welcome. Yeah. That was uh, characters uh, welcome. That, the USA phrase is characters welcome. Have a good time. 
Yeah, we USA came up with Network. You are here. It's no, those that was an actual one. You are here was you one, are here. and have a good time was one. Like, what is you are here supposed to even? It's a hey. I I <laughs> wish I could have been in on that meeting where the Wait, guys were like, "Have a good time." Okay, guys, here we go. This is it. So like, <laughs> have hey, a so good they, time. These delineation points. <laughs> That's we're, it. We're, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, you did it. I raised. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, but Sopranos was one of the first, like, before that, what was like Sopranos? What was like that kind of TV? Now you can be like Game of Thrones, Mad Men. No, whatever. Sopranos was the first was movie, like the first they, movie, they movie quality, quality like, TV. La Femme Nikita was like the competition, you know. Which was I a mean. joke. Yeah. That, yeah, was, like, that was USA, Sopranos, I think. When it came to drama, you <laughs> yeah, either had like, USA, it was USA yeah. again. Yeah. Silk, Silk Stockings, guys. Don't forget about there that. There you go. Another USA You show. had like Ooh, puttery, puttery drama, like procedurals, like, like Murder, She Wrote and Matlock. Or something more action-oriented, like Magnum P.I., or like shit like Law & Order that's just like little blocks Ep- episodic. of... Episodic. Episodic. You can watch... We always say episodic. Doesn't episodic mean like a storyline? No, no, continuity. Okay. Is, All right. Anyway. Con- yeah. Uh, so like Soprano, HBO just decided, okay, we'll make a TV show. Like yeah. a real With TV an show. extraordinary amount of continuity. Yes. I mean, if you didn't see the previous episode, fucking stop. Because right. you just missed... There wasn't a lot stuff. like right. sitcoms had started to be that way. Like we just, when we did Friends, we were saying that was one of the first sitcoms that wasn't like like you could just catch any episode. It I actually might be had like storyline. Friends, <laughs> a Friends. Uh, it's shit. I watched a couple. <laughs> of, I'm sorry, guys. I the early <laughs> you at least apologize me. The early seasons really rough. I'll just say that. I, Some of the best conversations we have are formed in the rift between. <laughs> Justin's stuff and our stuff because I mean, there is differences and it, that's where the, the best conversations the, come in. The I list think. is very subjective. It's so who's loving friends? Is it he loves friends? Justin's that's a like what like because you, you I, li- look at, I like, like friends quite a bit. We I, have a consensus. Not, what top three? I think it's four? overrated though. I think people like it too much for what it is. Well, let's, top three. Let's formally introduce uh, our guest. Uh, on, I did. I on, said, "Hey, there's Charlie." Yeah, hey, Charlie. Say hi, Charlie. Hi, how's it going? That's Charlie. <laughs> That's Charlie. That's, I'm here now for this one. You were whispering. Charlie, yeah, Charlie decided to join us today. With Charlie's you. been yeah. a friend of ours since growing up. Yeah. So, um, so here long, we are. Long time. Uh, but like you can see on the list, Mad Men, Game of Thrones, and Battlestar Galactica. That's the same for all. Like, though, that is our consensus top three. Like, we all, of we all don't time. have the same score, but like, generally speaking, those we have those in the one, two, three spot. All three of us have it in the are one, two, three spot. Sure, are we sure? Very good. Okay, so. Yeah, I just checked. I out. haven't moved that. It's always sunny up that far. But it right. is my number four show, and it's not theirs. Yeah, not even in the comedy arena. Just number one. It's always sunny. Four. Is just my fit. Like I think it's the best sitcom. Like I've started watching season thirteen, the first two episodes. It's still it like every fucking episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is good. There are no bad episodes. It's all funny <laughs> from the first episode to the last, the most recent. It's all so good. Like I just realized one day, I just bumped it up like. A whole point. I'm like, it's the best show. It's the funniest show. So that's yeah, I have a real high. Okay, so let's let's talk about the Sopranos. 1999. Where were you in 1999? Did any of you watch it live? Like on? Uh, you probably no. were. Uh, probably uh, I watched. I started what, we were, in 2000. We I started in yeah. 2000 we when I was 16. Yeah, freshman high school. No, I didn't do it that early. I mean, no, no, I'm, no. Sophomore. 98, 99 was our freshman yeah. year. 
Yeah, I started watching in 2000 then. Okay, so I was later. A sophomore. I first yeah. watched it. So DVDs yeah. though, right? You probably got the DVDs or how did you uh, No, I watched it? My parents had HBO, so that's I how I watched it. Rewinds. And I watched it kind of by myself whenever they weren't looking because it was something that, you know, they probably would have given me a little flack I, about at the time. I imagine. They're, yeah. they're passing bongs around with a you know, plate with some lines on it right afterwards. And then, There's nudity. They're in strip joints a lot. They're killing a lot of people. Yeah. A tremendous amount of cursing. And they, they're doing these, these things sometimes kind of casually. You know? language. Oh, they're, they're unrepentant murderers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just complete sociopaths, basically. Yeah. So it, has there been anything else before it that kind of emphasized and made you want to love these people that you hate? Well, before well, the Sopranos, just, that's, was that's there any, all did anything Italian else even mob, try? All Italian mob stuff is designed to glorify that whole thing. But I think, but I think uh, uh, Charlie's trying to make the point that, and I was actually going to bring this wise. up. Sitcom-wise. Uh, well, it's not a sitcom. It's This is a drama. Right. Yeah. What is sitcoms? What do you well, tell yeah, me? Not a sitcom. Situa- Situa- yeah, situation. Yeah, situation. This is a situation. But but in in TV simulator. in T in movies it had been done. But in TV we had never really seen had to like follow a villain right. around. Right. No. Um, so the, and in and ironically this was the first really the start of the golden age of television. The, well, the yeah. um, the age of the antihero. Because think about fucking uh, Walter White. Think about Jamie Lannister. Think about shit. Half the male cast of Game of Thrones. It <laughs> like they're it all off. anti. Ever this anti-hero. Every single show that we can like, like even like to a certain extent, Adama and Ty from Battlestar Galactica. They were drunks. They were like reckless. Not perfect. Fucking madman Don fucking Draper. But and it, it half all, of that it, cast too. These we it all of these shows are now kind of making you go, hey, look at this shitty how, broken. However, however, dickhead, uh, Tony know. Soprano is on a higher, is on a more villainous level than like fuck Don, like, hey, Don Draper. Fuck kill, kill him, fucking it's, kill him. It's the first time shit? you you watched a show and you and, and and people were like rooting for the 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 villain of the story. Rooting? You know, well. Some I people, so, some yeah. people were enjoying the effects of. I don't know. I mean, I, how I rooted. Rooting? I straight up rooted for Tony. Yeah, I guilty as a, charged. Now the second time I watched it more recently, I'm like, no, screw this guy. He's a horrible person. <laughs> he is. It, it couldn't realize, be any worse. When you realize that the end of the series makes more sense, it's the, like I always compare it to Seinfeld. Wait, like, wait did you watch the end? Because earlier they were saying the, that I, you didn't. I, I exist. In the Zeit, okay. I exist in the zeitgeist. That guy. I, I, I heard the big uproar about the cut to black thing, and it's like I won't express. Did you read all the analysis without watching it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And and I get it. Like like, but my comparison to Seinfeld. Everyone got pissed off at the end of Seinfeld because they all went to jail. You know, like they, right. they were all put into jail. I'm like. Did you watch the show? <laughs> they were all four dicks. Yeah. Selfish, self-absorbed, just awful people. Even Kramer. Like, people are like, well, Kramer would. I'm like, Kramer <laughs> lived in his own world? Think of the damage <laughs> all of the crazy shit he did probably caused in the peripherals where he wasn't on screen. He yeah. probably ruined people's lives. You know, but always a new scheme swindling somebody. So I'm like, of course they go to jail. They go to jail for simply being assholes. I guess my point was, and so like Tony, people fucking deserve to die. What you want him to live happily ever after? Hey, I love you. Hey, go go fucking. Let's go to Montauk and take the kids. It's gonna be great. We were in denial. The the country was in denial about the Sopranos ending for like ten years. Literally, it's taken us ten years to come to conclusion. We're all like, kind of. Was it a show that should have ended sooner? In your opinion, maybe a season or two. Because here's the thing: we found the sweet spot of these shows. Yeah. What did we say? Like 
four to six seasons is kind of like five is like perfect. All right, Ju- let, Justin's got a point. But he's been the, trying the to make. Point I was the point was tra- what? 10? 11? <laughs> oh, anyway, go on, Justin. Shut up! Sorry. I'm <laughs> Sorry. No, the point I was trying to make was that people were used to watching a show and having someone to get behind. And so this was the first time that it's kind of like it, there's some conflict there between the show and the viewer. Yep. It's like, am I really supposed to be rooting for this guy? Am I supposed to be behind him and, and, and agreeing with what he did? You know, it's just, it's a totally different thing. And it started a whole, like I said, all these shows that we've mentioned have to give some credit back to the Sopranos for changing how TV works. Now, Twin, Twin, Peak, Twin Peaks was way earlier than Sopranos, yeah, early well, 90s. It was, it was a show out of it. It was so far I know, but, its time, it broke itself. But Twin Peaks did have a lot of continuity already. Yeah, true. So yeah. Sopranos wasn't the first drama to do this, but it was... X-Files, and we also said X-Files, but like... It was the first drama to do it and really catch on in the quality of the sets, the the whole hey, production value was like true. movie quality. Yeah. yeah. And then the yeah, writing definitely. was the writing treated the audience intelligently, like we would pick up on subtle things. And every people liked that because usually audiences were treated like you're just stupid. Yeah. And Sopranos but, and finally and treated you like an adult. They like even said, showed you in the discounting the anomaly of Twin Peaks. X Files was I think as early as you got to something that like broke out of, and even it had like we always say Monster of the Week episodes where they're just fighting the boogeyman, right? But, like right. storyline, you could. There follow. was a but thread of that, continuity in the background. You right? could jump into X Files mid like season three and start watching and get it, but I don't think you could do that with with it with like the show's Sopranos onward, like these serious drama. My dog. She's so loud and stupid. The, so um, the Sopranos is eighty six episodes. So I attributed. Wow, that many. It's six eight, six seasons. Six seasons. So it did. Yeah. But the sixth season was that. part, two parts. Right. They've divided it up. So 80, 86 10. episodes. It's like an eighty six hour movie. Yeah. Essentially, if you binge it, I mean, it's movie quality. It really is. Yeah. And it's yeah. more or less one general story thrust and you don't have to just love the mafia and crime aspect of it it's got a little bit more yeah there's some family dynamic there and some interpersonal relationship outside the mob but if you don't like crime stuff you're probably gonna have a hard time that's most of hbo stuff like i was saying if we were going to continue the hbo theme i'd love to do six feet under because i watched all of that show yeah and it's the same thing for like oh it's a funeral home show i'm like well not really i mean it kind of is it's the framework but it's just characters just like everything on it just like you could say same thing about game of thrones it's like it's like it, it almost doesn't the it transcends its genre a little bit it's just one of those shows like you if you like good characters it's like battle fucking Battlestar. stressful tense cool situations that you get to follow along like watch the shit out of it it doesn't even matter like people get hung up on oh i don't like gangster stuff mm. i don't like i don't like space i don't like space i don't like swords and stuff Ugh. and it's like you're missing the story the whole point of this kind of show right. yeah. the interpersonal like, relationships i mean you can relate i mean it doesn't have to be a mafia situation but the situations the can, can apply to your life in a different right. way like you know? i said the other day the workplace for instance when we brought up sopranos my like sopranos for me my favorite thing about sopranos the best thing is is just him and his therapist those scenes are like the best thing for me. Tony, Tony, <laughs> Tony, tell me, tell me about your childhood. <laughs> I don't want to fucking talk. Man, I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> talk about that today. What do you want to fucking know about? Well, fucking I had a mom, I had a dad. Well, fuck you, okay? Hey, fuck. Just that sort of. 
I love that. Like it was, he just ruins her life too. He just, oh God! He throws he stuff around in her office and gets slowly angry pulls and, her into his into garbage his, yeah. life. And she loved it on some level oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, she was completely entertained by mm-hmm. it. You could see those moments where she was just like, "Oh, so you murdered him." You know, right? <laughs> My starts adjusting her, just like top starts a little fiddling bit. with her blouse. Yeah. Well, you were so forceful, and and early on, you see her talking uh, to her therapist about her sessions with him. Yeah, and that's like that, that shit is real <laughs> good. All of that is good. They, 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 and I like his wife, and of course, his and dumb, all his dumb friends, and but nothing can touch those the cast. Things. Here though, comes the Prozac. Was really quite good. I mean, we're talking all the actors. Yeah. were amazing. His yeah, dumb really crew, good. just like Polly. Wow, Chris, pa- pa- pussy, some of those like, Christopher, Chris and Paulie moments yeah. were some of the best. In yeah. my opinion. like I can't when they're hey, caught out in that hey. snowy area in the trees. <laughs> that's one of my, freezing my balls I'm freezing, man. <laughs> that guy, the guy with the white yeah. Paulie with the he's just <laughs> freaking funny. It's like he killed it. It's like the essence of what is an Italian gangster dude. Like, oh yeah, just formed <laughs> out of the air and turned into a person. Was like, hey, don't fucking. I remember, hey. <laughs> like, you didn't think it like Joe, it, like. Beyond Joe Pesci, you could get more Italian. But that guy, hey, hey, hey what are you doing? Hey, hey. Before, yo, before hey. I watched it for the second time, I remember Taylor mentioned the Chris and Polly moments, and I was like, I'm going to have to pay attention. And sure enough, dude, I was laughing my ass off during those. That chemistry those between those two <laughs> yes. is great. I mean, that's some of the best comedy in the whole series, <laughs> he, in my opinion. He acts like he's dying. He's so afraid and, and, and freezing. <laughs> So uh, I have it sorted by yours, Taylor. What's your rating? Uh, let's see. So Sopranos, I have it at an eight point five five out of ten. We have a note. Oh, oh we do have a note. Oh, Taylor shit. has a note on like every show, mm-hmm. and I always read it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though I remember <laughs> being a high quality show, the fact I have no urge to rewatch. It is starting to matter and count against the show. Yeah. Because so. here's, the, here's the thing that we always have fire in. Rewatchability. And that is the most objective thing we factor in, which is innumerable. Like, we factor in all sorts of shit why we rank what right. we rank what we rank. Right. Uh, but rewatchability, it, for me, that's big. Like, okay, if so, I can watch so it over and over and over again. 8.55 out of 10. Uh yeah, I on my note, I'll just comment directly since I wrote it, right? <laughs> um, I like reading them. I, I think know. that uh, for some reason with The Sopranos, and this is partially why it's an 8.5. I have to say it's there. It's up so high is because I love the show. Yeah. Uh, production values, everything, it's groundbreaking in every way. It was the only thing to watch back then that was of that quality. Right. There was nothing else. Yeah. Um, and then... HBO hadn't done anything else? Writing... Nothing, not not, of that quality. not like that, mm. and nothing that had caught on quite like Sopranos did. Um, but uh, it doesn't quite break into the nines for me because because of the rewatchability factor. Yeah. And for some reason, I can't put my finger on it, but I just don't want to rewatch it that much. Maybe it's that I know exactly how everything goes down, and I have and I have rewatched some of it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I think I've seen the first three seasons like. Twice okay, so times. that's what I was going to add was that from start to finish, every episode is not solid. Like there were some miss episodes. Yeah, and and for instance, I think that the um, uh, Christopher Columbus protest. Oh, what episode, a what a snoozer! Well, it, it, right, I like mean, a lot of the earlier, they hadn't. I, I, 
That was like because Six Feet Under su- suffers. That was the like same season shit. five or yeah, six, was, I think. They tried to pad yeah. it out five, a little four bit. Four or too five. Much. It was yeah. middle of the show. Right. Yeah. Too right. many episodes. I think like yeah. the, the Sopranos, Six Feet Under, and I'm trying to think what else. It's like you, you're going like if y'all just condense this like all total like 15 episodes or something, just squeezed it. Maybe squeezed one season out and just mooshed your good idea a little bit. Right. Tighter, right. it would have ended up a better show because, like, the end of Six Feet Under is just meandering, and that's I think why I petered out on Sopranos. Is like, I got, I got tight. I just, I don't know. The I last, just, I petered it should out. be said that season six is like twenty episodes, so it's really yeah. season six is really like two seasons. They right. say part one and part two, but um, the only other thing I can think of is it is a show that generates some fatigue watching it because it's a, so, so serious and heavy. And serious and, and like, everyone's so mean. Tony, to each other. Tony is very. He's a bad guy. And if you don't want to watch a bad guy for freaking like 80 whatever, what did we 86. say? 86. 86 episodes and eventually. It's not the violence There's for some me. comic relief think... in it though. There's definitely yeah, comic release. But like it's not, for me, it's not the violence. Violence doesn't fatigue me necessarily. It's, because violence can be very funny. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's how fucking mean everybody is. <laughs> there's, there's. There's nobody in that They're show terrible. that's kind They're to one terrible. another. Not w- the mom's not kind to the kids. Tony's not kind to the kids. Tony's not kind to his buddies. He's not kind Tony's to his sister. bosses. The, uh, no one, his mom. No yeah. one his says mom. the mom. Uh, no one says one nice thing to fucking anybody for six seasons. <laughs> I just got to a point <laughs> near the end. I was like, see, getting into season five, going, I don't want to watch. I can't. I don't know. I, I'm not even like it wasn't even like fuck this show because I'm like it's good, but bleh. Like I, I did. I don't know. That was real. Like, it's, it's I don't. With... I will say this. I don't think it's going to drop from eight point no. five five anymore for me, uh, because I think I would if I started watching it. I would probably just start wa- finish it. Yeah, it's just the matter of starting it. I just haven't done that. So but. it was what your what show Taylor fourteen? It was his number twelve show. Twelve show. It's ranked twelve overall, which is did, pretty. Did you organize it by mine? Yeah, it's yours now. So it's my twenty first ranked show, uh, but it's not number wise, not that lower than Taylor. It's an eight point three five, so it's only like point two what point two point one five point one five. Or, or I'm sorry, point two point two. Right, but it's like a giant step because I'm all my scores are very middling. But yeah, I have it in eight point three five. It's the lowest of all of them, and it's way out of my top ten. I I, I don't know because I didn't finish it. And out of our HBO shows, uh, it comes in second, no third. It would be after it'd be Game of Thrones, The, the Wire. Wire, and then Sopranos. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Third highest rated HBO show. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, considering you got fucking terrible shit like Big Love and <laughs> and uh, even like the newsroom stuff that just fumbled the ball. The newsroom, the only show in history that had like started real hot with like the first episode and then just everyone just like got the super first bored. eight the first eight minutes, first eight minutes i watched first all of episode. that show by the way i did too so for me it's my number 15 show right in the middle of the and i remember yeah. when we first created the list it was like in my top five it, it was. was way up yeah there. it's one yeah. it's one of those shows like breaking bad that. that's kind of one of slowly like sediment like and i'm actually its way down the list not for justin though justin still has breaking bad way up there yeah i've i've rewatched the Sopranos recently, I mean, within the past couple of years, and I watched it all the way through. But I, like I said, as I went through, I was like, no, the show's going down just because there's better stuff out now. At the right. time, it, like I said, it was the best show on TV. At Hands the time. down. Hands down. Yeah, I agree. But things have topped it, and that's bound to happen. Um, 
So it's an eight point seven on my list, and it's right. Yeah, right, you have good TV after that. Right like, below Vikings, and uh, you should watch Vikings. It's always sunny. It's good. Yeah, oh. Vikings is awesome. Yeah, Vikings I got is these great. both both to watch. It's one of those shows that I like. I sometimes you'll recommend something and go, you should, you know. I recommended it both to them, and I'm like sitting there going, when they finally watch it, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna. It's just so violent. Dump. It's violent. So awesome. good. It's so this. Vi- it's all about Ragnar, the Viking king, and invading England. It's fucking. And don't okay. think if that sounds boring, it's, it's not. It, it doesn't sound boring. That's right up my it alley. It is on History the, Channel, but it's not a documentary. It is a the way it is a. It's like I was going to ask if it's a documentary. No, no, it is a drama series. Okay. like this guy. Okay. It has some stuff. fantasy elements. Even yeah, it's some rad. supernatural. It's super rad. The way Evan feels like the pride he feels about recommending that show to them. This is the way I feel about recommending Halt and Catch Fire to them. And look yeah. how high it is. Halt and Catch Fire is a good-ass show, Halt too. And it's Catch about Fire the computer industry budding in the is 80s. number seven on our list. But with, like, made-up characters. And like, made it's up, up there. Yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. It's <laughs> one of AMC's lesser-known shows. It only had, the last season had 300,000 viewers. It's <sighs> ridiculous. But they finished it. Yeah. That shows AMC we has a little bit of integrity. Right. right. It's also <laughs> okay. Uh, Charlie. Charlie, what do you what do you if, rate? This if you were to rate this, our scale is literally you see right. how it's point point whatever yeah, from right. ten, which none of us have a ten, mm-hmm. to zero, which none of us have a zero. I think our lowest shit is in the threes. Fear the Walking Dead, like Fear the a Walking five, Dead is in like a three four, point something, yeah, four so something. Low. So if you were so, to put it, I'm hiding the ratings just so, so you. So your theoretical. So one of the things I'm asking myself is: is it fair to? rate it differently you know as time goes on should you downgrade it or should you rate it based on the initial experience that it gave you the subjective things i you know that you have to kind of consider is use your feelings how much you love it and then you You ultimately decide what that rating means and you can see where it falls for us between as high as taylor up in in what 11 12 to what you say when i i'll just tell you i'll just tell you when i rate a show i rate it for how i feel about it right now not how not how my mem- how I remember feeling about it when I watched it. Yeah, right. I rate it right. how I remember it now and what I think about it in the context of every other show. Because yeah. older stuff does drop some. Well, plus like, the subjectivity, we have the luxury of seeing where things other things are rated, and you're like, okay, do I like it better? Yeah, now it's a game of like, do I like right. it? Like exactly. after or, the, the decimal. Point. It would so almost how much mean do you want to weigh that it would, first impact it, it made on it, you. you, you know? I weigh it. You I weigh that. Yeah. Yeah. You do weigh it. Like. When I when I think like especially with our like top three top four stuff like right. when I like I raised my big biggest change was raising it's always sunny way up because I started picking out episodes well, the and expanse too stuff. you raised yeah the and I ra- and I rated the ex- I've I've watched the expanse I rated the expanse a nine point one fucking best new dude show. always sunny I gotta say that that show it, doesn't give me but it makes but me laugh like is nothing it, else or like point, better yeah. better Same. example one of the most the controversial highest show Doctor Who. Right. Very high, very high. Never going to finish it. Marked it red. Don't like it. So, you see, the subjectivity of the list is is right. Right. I know Doctor Who visually but, is a little hard to hey, watch. It's hey, a real flippantly, but it I, means something. To okay, me. but you know I think I, mean? I think for Charlie, I'm just throwing this out there since he doesn't have anything to put it in context. Maybe 
if he could just tell us is well, it like, I have everything that I've watched to put in context right maybe not so is it like a list, top I would just be curious is it a um, top five show for you of all time a top ten a top eight, I would say nine. it makes the top five just because of uh, you loved that show yeah just because of I the way you that loving it, that show in high school I remember you yeah dude it, it profoundly influenced me because not only was it cutting edge for its time for an adult but to watch it as a teenager to watch these characters interact oh, like this in this world yeah so it just awesome. it kind of <laughs> changes the, the the wavelength of your brain a little bit you know and uh and you still feel that way about it yeah i can remember how it made me felt yeah absolutely and so that weighs heavily plus the fact that uh you know for its time and and the the trail that it blazed i think it's got to get a nine when have you only seen it the one time through or have you no i've gone back and rewatched it but not all the way through like i i like to go back to uh favorite seasons and Mm -hmm. episodes i have not gone yeah yeah you don't want to experience the bad times honestly i think it's worth going through and 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 having a full another full rewatch at some point see for everyone like if you were really Starting to bah. fully with it, that f- the fact that you've rewatched <laughs> it and stopped, I don't need a rewatch. Start to factor that in. Like there's certain shows that I really, really like, like Mr. Robot on USA. Watch the first season. Okay, of that. I was, and it was so happen. good. I might have put that red. I it's USA. I, I can't. I, have to I can't do that it. In, and I'm it's like, USA. you know what? Even I, though I, I like the, it, what'd you say about Mr. Robot? You haven't what? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I watched the first like season, but. Never the fact that it. I haven't picked it back up, uh, okay. I'm like, I liked it, and I might watch it in the future, but I'm going to have to lower it a little bit because I, have it, I haven't been... It ins- means something. Whereas with yeah. like Supernatural... Or which Game is of Thrones. Supernatural, which is a silly 20-episode-a-season run show on CW... I See, have ranked not, real high because I love the I, shit I out of it and kinda, I couldn't stop watching. I thought that that was like, for me, I don't know, maybe the marketing just didn't hit me right, but I'm glad that I have y'all to tell me that it's good because I always thought of it as like some sort of uh, teenage we vampire. All we all missed it completely you know, when it first came. When did like, it start? What are, we, what are we talking about? It, Supernatural. Supernatural. Like, oh. no, this is what happened. Though. I thought it was going to be like Twilight. I, obviously, we're 13 years behind. Audience. We're 13 years behind on yeah. the show, but this is what, yeah, how like it all synced 2000? up. I started watching it. They started watching. That is he, not at all. He, no, you watched it with Stephanie. Yeah, I was going to say I was the got first. Me to watch it, so yeah. Taylor and I are yeah. watching it. We get him to watch it. I find out Ray independently of us is watching it. Yeah. So there's right. like all like five different people in my life that are all like super. When, so Stephanie had been trying to sell me on that show for men that for a long show for teenagers long years after time, <laughs> and eventually <laughs> I gave. I mean? I'm glad I gave in. It's yeah. real good though. It's violent. I it's mean, violent as a network show. We were like, yeah. how far behind are we? We were 13 seasons behind. That's 13 yeah. years that this show has been on that we have. I sucked down 13 seasons in a matter of months. <laughs> It's like it's like a bag of chips of TV. Like it's literally the bag of chips equivalent of, of television because you're just like I'm gonna just keep watching. So Char- <laughs> I wanted to ask Charlie. I wanted to ask Charlie. It kind of puts you on the spot, but what are, would be like your top five? He, it doesn't. It, it doesn't have to like, be in order. Shows, but just but like shows, like you see the shows were just like on. five like, your, five shows that mean a lot to you. Before like you clarify, top, top before you do that, I want to clarify it. The, the fact that it's in your top five means that it's in the nines, right? Pretty much, yeah. it's, essentially, it's in, uh, it's in the nines. I remember this was the opening to season four or five, right? I don't know. This is this, just, this I'm playing. I'm gonna play playing. songs off the soundtrack. Some yeah, stuff. I yeah. I remember this. this. It was like a flashback. Of yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So, top five shows, Taylor, uh, Charlie. Or, or just name at least a couple more shows that 
it doesn't have to be five, like but maybe a two two more shows that are like in that top tier. We for talked you. about the wire on the last episode. Yeah, like rewatchability for me. I think a good one would like also good be shows uh, you can rewatch. Yeah, um, and obviously since you're naming Sunny in Philadelphia, it can be a comedy. Oh so yeah, I'm we, gonna, we I'm have like it's always Sunny and Parks and Rec and The Office for all three of us are all pretty. pretty uh, I'm gonna do The Office. Yeah, it's gonna make the top five. Um, let's see what else. Seinfeld is probably gonna make the top five too. Okay. Um, let's see. So we're at three here. Have you watched Curbed? He's Game of Curbed. Game of Thrones. So of I actually got Ryan and Taylor started on Curbed, but then yeah. I stopped watching it. Yeah. I'm, it might be <laughs> yeah. my next show. I'm not. I'm not sure. You should. If you're a Seinfeld fan and you have our kind of humor, I think well, you'd I've, like I've, it. Yeah. It's, you know how I mentioned earlier, like this, you pick some stuff up in the zeitgeist, like you're not paying attention, but it just sort of happens to fall filter into your brain from just being on the internet and TV. Right. Right. It, Curbed, like I don't even need a synopsis. I know, like exactly. I would not having watched a stitch of it. I've seen enough memes, clips, gifs, you know, of 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 Larry David doing a face like a, uh, and and I know exactly what I'm getting into. So I, I know I'll enjoy it. So you will. Game of Thrones is up there. You said, yeah, Game of Thrones would also make the list. Like so our, I think top we're, is, we're our top, our top is to Mad Men, right? Game of Thrones, Battlestar, Battlestar. Ooh. That's our top three. Ooh, Battlestar's a good one. Uh, you don't have to lame five. I was just kind of curious. Yeah. You fall into the same realm as us. When I, it comes I think to, so. like you're looking yeah, at that, we'd, that we'd be list. In similar, it's all yeah. very. Although Seinfeld is pretty low on, I mean, uh, relatively. Relatively speaking, but then look at look at. I thought I had in the eight. So Seinfeld is really high for me because of rewatchability. Like I don't know, the same episode can just kill me here's every our, time. Here's a, here's the, the the tally, the average score. Shit, where is it? No, y'all had weeds on there. I'm telling you, it's it's low. It is pretty fucking low. Yeah, but I have it. At, I, I have seven point seven. That's not like terrible. We say seven. Is you the, recommend like, the show? You can't not re- really recommend it. Like if it's below a seven, it's like it's we like it, but I mean you have to have a taste for it. If it's above a seven, you're saying like you could recommend it. Where do y'all generally. put friends? Taylor and, I, <laughs> Taylor and I are pretty low. Oh, you just passed it. Evan and I count. Uh, we really, we kind of. Yellow. All right. We lower shows that have laugh tracks a lot. Evan and I do. So I'm gonna tell you, Friends is higher than Seinfeld Sorry. because of me. He has an eight point nine. I have it it's at a rid- six point eight. Rid- Taylor has it at seven point two. It's one of the, that was a great episode. If you wanted to go back and listen to an episode of the podcast, our episode about Friends was pretty great. That's one of my recent. <laughs> we really, we really got into it about like, all right, Justin, why do you love this show so much? <laughs> Here, let me tell you what I. My, I want to tell you my biggest problem. My biggest problem? Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer fucking Aniston. Yeah. I don't like Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Evan hates her. I'm not a big her. fan of I do not. I don't get why she's so famous. Just, okay, go back. I don't my, get it. My next, did I still she's have one never more made spot? A good I think I still have one more spot. You can keep going. My originally said top ten. If you want to keep going, go. Um, we'll just stick with top five for now because I don't want to hog the, the podcast for that long. But no, I, I think the next one would probably have to be Breaking, Breaking Bad or... Um, Surprisingly, I liked Better Call Saul a whole lot too. They like it a lot. I, oh yeah, yeah. Like, I like really it. Good. I haven't. That's I haven't, going up for Justin. I haven't and I. watched yeah. the new season. It's yet. in the it's, eights already. It's on the rise for Justin and I. Eight or above means we love the show. I love the legal drama part, and I love when it cuts to like the Mexican gangster part. Yeah. It's great. It's just both are and it's equally smart. Awesome. It's smart, and he does artsy fartsy stuff that. You know, it's a good balance. Gilligan. It's a yeah, good I just, balance. I just love seeing Bob Odenkirk successful because I've always loved Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, from like Mr. Show. So speaking of HBO, eight underappreciated HBO shows, Mr. Show is one of the funniest sketch comedy shows ever made. What else did HBO do after The Sopranos? It was kind of pretty. The Wire, pretty good hit. The Wire. The wire. Okay, so the I need wire. to watch The Wire. Yeah, oh, you yeah. need to watch The Wire. I'll, I'll let them talk because the I've tried. Lo- you'll love the Charlie. 
You will love The Wire. <laughs> I look. I don't love have it. it ranked as high as them. I, if you listen to the last our last episode was about The Wire, right? You know, these two are gaga about it, and I'm like, hey, you know, it's a really good show. Best crime but drama. You ever. should watch. You should watch The Wire. It's HBO. It's if you love Sopranos, you'll love The Wire because it's all like it's street a, level gang. It's stuff, amazing. Politics. And it's amazing. And, like oh. after and we it talked is, about it, it is really rewatchable. After we talked about it, it's I want to go back and watch it again. I know. I thought about firing it. Does up. it make and you I have laugh at H- all? Is there anything there's funny in The funny, Wire? Yeah. Yes. The Wire. There's some funny. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There is. Fuck. There's a lot of you got because going back to Sopranos, the the main. Subject of this podcast, it it has some shit. Well, having a dark sense of humor, I found really funny. I could give a particular example. There's some funny shit. Go there's, give your example. I'm I'm on down for it. All right, like like Christopher Moltisante. Whenever uh, he's he's uh, talking about uh, somebody mentions Lou Gehrig's disease in a context, and he's like, I always thought it was so strange, such a coincidence that Lou Gehrig's catches Lou Gehrig's disease. <laughs> <laughs> that's like during, probably yeah, what I would like, say is my second favorite part of that show, is when they're just sitting joke. around. When, to- when Tony or just the guys are sitting around eating yeah, their playing right, cards, like in, and they're like, in front what's of the, the deal with... It's like one of them just gets up and starts to do stand-up, like, what's the deal with... Man. And, and they're sometimes like, they're being serious. Like, well, you, like, th- you think about the club shenanigans. Shows you how dumb Anarchy. they are. Yeah. <laughs> in Sons of Anarchy, the club shenanigans, it kind of is that same, that same feel. Yeah. Just some bros hanging around, just, you know, yeah. That's, so that's like, how I think Although I think Sopranos did so the so much better something. than oh, yeah. Sons like, Oh, of course. Yeah. Hey, what's what's your uh, man? man? What do you mean, man? Well, hey, fuck you, man. Hey, fuck, yeah, fuck you, piece you. of shit. Fuck you, you piece of shit. fucking motherfucker. What are you fuck fucking you. mean? Fuck you. <laughs> well, you looking at me, what the fuck? What the fuck were you fucking and, talking about, you, know, you piece of shit? And they're joking I'll around. I'll fucking take you outside and work you the fuck. Oh, Tony always <laughs> takes it one step too far and t- makes it personal. And he makes it not fun. Yeah, like, they're not all f- fucking around. And he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? You stupid fun!" And they're all like, <laughs> "Shit, sorry, Tony." That's God kind damn, of like, like that's kind of like the burden of the boss that he's feeling yeah. though, because he's like Quit the fucking biggest around. Target. Like they're all having a hoot and hollering good time. Right. And he's, the fuck's wrong with you, fucking? <laughs> what do you think this is fucking kindergarten right. time over here? And they're just like, well, right. we're, "We're fucking sorry, Tony. We were just talking. You know how we get. We were just talking. You know, hey, hey. why don't you fucking go out there and you fucking get the thing from the guy? You fucking scum, I oh, Tony. Shit, sorry, man. God dang. Okay, bye. Remember when the show started, Tony was not a, the boss. Right. When the show started, he was a captain, if I remember correctly. He was in Christopher's position that later in the show. Um, right. He had a little crew. And then once he got, once his boss went bye-bye, there was a vacuum, and Tony went for it, and he got it. Right. And he with his crew from being a captain, key. he had Christopher. He had uh, uh, a real group of winners. I'm trying. I'm blanking. He officially gave it to his uncle, though, to for political purposes with the other families. Junior, for Polly, Junior Soprano, and also to have somebody to go down because he knew the feds were coming. Yep. Yep. Fall guy. I like how the Sopranos, the whole uh, in the later seasons, they start playing up the time that it's in with right. the FBI being as sophisticated as it was, and in the context of. The FBI breaking up organized crime in New Jersey yeah. and New York and all through the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And you start the show and you're thinking to yourself, man, the mob is still around even now? Well, yeah, not like they not like they used to be. Right, not like it was. They're on the downhill slope. They're on the way you realize, down. You realize yeah. what thugs they, they tr- have truly kind of become. They're just 
thugs. The- it's the same kind. Con- like the upcoming Red Dead game is kind of the same deal, where it's based in like the late 1800s, where it's like all the outlaws are slowly getting wiped. That whole way of life is like falling to the wayside in favor of power lines, and which you start seeing in a game. Sopranos is just like that. It's like the end of the old west of like like we run New York, New York and New Jersey. We're gonna get the things from the docks and the unions, and we're gonna fucking be in the and that but. You know, computers, like, oh, we ain't going go with the computers. Is that why you do crimes now? Yeah, that's how you do crimes now. You're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Tony. Like, it's... Right. Oh, fuck. I think everybody having a cell phone kind of hurts the business model, too, right? Because you can't exactly get out on the so street So what did that guy look like? What did that criminal that was unloading those boxes... Well, hold on right, a second. Like, Let me, just uh, get on guy. the... Right there. Back get, on, yeah, <laughs> get on the Twitter. <laughs> right. All right, let's go to the next question. Evan, who's your favorite character? Uh, shit. <laughs> You're, you're talking about how everyone's mean. I want to hear yeah. your favorite character. Fuck. <laughs> Let's bring up. Uh, Talked big about Polly earlier. Yeah, I'd be hard pressed not to say Tony or Polly, just because I like that because they're kind of the same, cut from the same caricature. Just that you fuck. Hey, you fucking hey, hey, your tongue's just kind of in the back of your throat, and you're like you fucking piece of shit. But I'd, I'd be hard pressed not to say like I think Tony. I have to say Tony. He's just it was. You know, uh, I'm blanking on the actor's name. I know he's dead. Uh, James, James Gandolfini. Get- like, like I said, him, his the actress that plays his wife. I know she's does, does Nurse Jackie now. Yeah, and the chick that shitty plays, show that by plays, the way. The chick Folks. that plays yeah, my mom loves. shitty ass my mom show. Loves that show. For some I'll reason. never watch it. Um, Pill popping nurse. And, and the 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 Lorraine was it is it is that what it's about? The, I think so. Who's she, the one that plays the? the she pops hydrocodone therapist. all day. Lorraine Bracco, she's addicted opiates. So those three are like it's it's they their performances. Lorraine Bracco, the nurse Jackie chick, the wife, and and Gandolfini. It was like movie stars doing a TV show. Like they, it worked really well because the the scenes between him and Lorraine Bracco and the and it's just one camera just shooting them, shoot her, shoot them both, shoot him, and it it's you so much just. You know, where it doesn't matter who they are. The characters and how they're bouncing off of each other, you're just, like, sitting there like, this is awesome. Like, what the fuck? Like, where she's just... I think therapists, like, watching that in movie and film, I think is some of the... I love that. Like, anytime it's just, like, probing you for information and the good fuck you... Fuck you! Get away! Get out of my head! Like my favorite episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> is the therapist one, where they all go to the therapist. Oh yeah, they're and he that. holds up the like, you know, Dennis tries to take over the whole like situation, situation, and he holds up the the picture that he drew of the therapist with his hands on her breasts. <clears throat> like I love therapist stuff in TV. Rick and Morty had a good therapist episode in the last season. Anyway, but yeah, that's like one of my favorite parts. Go Taylor, Taylor, Tony, Tony, Tony's my favorite. Um, so. For whatever reason, I think my favorite character might be Christopher Moltisante. <laughs> I think he was a... Uh, I liked him because, uh, first of all, he wasn't the boss, but right. he had some authority, and he was actually pretty sharp. He just struggled with addiction, right? Yeah. Um, he, he was ambitious. He was very ambitious, but he was competent, too. Yeah. When it Drops. came to his contacts... He was sharp in terms was... of the Sopranos crew. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> what she wasn't... Right, right. right. Let's qualify but, that. Okay, criminally intelligent. He had contacts for everything. But he was impulsive. Whoa. He was yeah. very impulsive. He was? Yeah. He, I, that's what made him interesting to me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for some for some reason, I would root for him. Man, what a moment whenever Christopher's uh, girl... Uh, fiance, uh, what was her name? Adriana. Adriana, yeah. yeah. 
whenever Christopher finally spoilers realized that fine. We, uh, we stayed at the beginning of the podcast in a pre-recorded thing. That you know that spoiler area. So. Oh, she's, yeah. she's dying. She's you been with us since the now. beginning yeah. pretty much. And then she fucked up. And she, then uh, Tony's second. A fucking rat. Took Christopher her out. Christopher is a very similar. Like he has a similar aura to uh, what uh, bitch uh, Aaron Paul from. <laughs> right. Bitch. Jesse Bitch. Like he's there. He's smart enough. He's good at crimes, but he's not quite got his shit together enough not to fuck it all up. Right. You know what I mean? Very ambitious. He needed a strong, steady hand like Tony. Like the the it's, second they get, you could say the same thing about Tony though. Like the second he be, his spiral starts when he's no longer just like a fucking guy with his little crew on his corner and he's the boss. That's when the whole thing starts. It's really he's, it, he's in, it, it's core, uh, dumb dumb. Thug. It's hard for me not to say Paulie though. But anyway, we all have to make actor, a we all have to make a choice. Where did they get that guy? What did he do before Sopranos? That guy. A lot of the actors didn't talk have about the type, guy that the uh, he was like, in the mafia. Guy that hey, played hey, with Christopher. Michael Imperial. What's this guy's name that played Christopher? Something yeah. like that. Michael yeah, Imperial. Michael Imperial. Yeah. yeah, he hadn't done all that no, much. Her, her, her. Okay, uh, go, Justin. I was going to ask Charlie next. Okay, Charlie, go. Uh, favorite character. I can go next. Um, Who's your favorite character? So Tony's definitely in the running. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not sorry to jazz it up, but I'm gonna say my favorite character that I love to hate on The Sopranos. Hold on, well, that's hold a on. different question. That, okay, the, well, that, that's coming. A, we have okay, the Dog at Club Award for the character that you kind of either love to hate or truly don't okay. care for. Yeah. Okay, cool. So good. I'm gonna stick with Dude, etiquette. Favorite, then. just your so we're just gonna go with the seeing on screen and was was the your favorite thing of um so when i was younger it was probably christopher and I then remember, as i i remember that and then as i i've gotten older it's probably switched to tony because tony's um a little bit more you know you can relate to tony's struggles more cuz christopher's it's struggles more, are more like sometimes just struggles. getting out of the bed you know, right? like like he's not showing up for the job. Christopher's struggles know? were like your high school and college struggles. Right. Tony's struggles are more akin to your adult struggles. You can. You can relate them to your workplace. Yeah. Obviously That's without why the murder watching and these shows, I think at an at its yeah. essence, like yeah. watching a show in a different era of your life, like Battlestar. Yeah. I've watched when I was young. I watched when I was married. I watched when I was divorced. I watched recent I've watched it four times. And I always relate to somebody different. I always kind of gravitate towards a certain storyline. Like storylines I hated. I, I ended up, like the first rewatch, I hated like the whole Lee getting married storyline and the, is the fat Lee. Yeah. Second <laughs> and third, like it's as I watched, like by the fourth watch, I'm like, Lee became one of my favorite characters. I love, like every time fat Lee happened, I'm just like, <laughs> that salute to his dad, like fat Lee is the best. So like, I'm sure Sopranos, it's the same thing. Like when you were in high school, it was like Christopher is like this young dude just fucking right, like just waking up on his couch and, and his yeah. coffee table full of shit. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna do that for the next like <laughs> through college and stuff. That's awesome, right? And then right when on. you're you're like a married man and you're watching Tony, like Tony, you listen here, you stupid fat fuck, <laughs> and you're just like. I yeah, can, I can feel you, Tony. <laughs> you, Tony, you stupid fuck. I'm gonna fucking take the kids and leave you, Tony. Don't you fucking threaten to take my fucking kids. Come on, fucking. <laughs> like, fucking love that shit. There is that. And he's always eating. 
Always eating oh, food. Oh, fucking some Old movies with ice cream. Wasn't that one of his yeah. things, like black and white yeah. stuff? Yeah, a lot of scenes where it cuts to him sitting on the couch with ice cream sitting on his belly and him going, with the wife beater and maybe a little bit of gold jewelry on. <laughs> right. Yeah, like the yeah. chain with the wife beater yeah, and yeah, still yeah. his watch on, just like, hey, nice cream wire on his big dude. Tony, what are you still doing awake? You need to go to bed. What are you fucking doing? Don't you fucking tell me what to do. <laughs> I got a thing at three o'clock tonight. I got to like go. Like I joke, but that's like every interaction. Like maybe like 10% they're like, oh, Tony, I love. And the fucking 90% of that, their, their relationship is just like, you fuck. You stupid, fat piece of shit. Blech. God Jesus! Or the way he talks to his mom. The guy who played Paulie was the in, way his mom talks in, to him. Was in, he was in Goodfellas. He was <laughs> he was unconfirmed, but he might have been an extra in The Godfather Part Two. I just watched Goodfellas. Not that who who was he in the good background? Tony Stacks. Oh, okay. I Tony think he, a really minor Goodfellas, role. I yeah. think minor. Yeah, he just fit the role. He fit the the Michael Imperial, Imperial. He was also in the Goodfellas. Oh yeah, a young guy. He's the one that. Remember, uh, Joe Pesci s- said "you fuck," and then he just shot him in the in the feet. He told him to dance, and then he st- <laughs> dance. And, then, and they were at the card game, and everybody was like, eh. "And then Joe Pesci actually shot like, him," and everybody's how, like, "Oh shit! Okay. Why did how you do well that?" Does, so, what we're talking about is that, like, I mean, overwhelmingly, we're t- Godfather, Goodfellas, Sopranos. It overwhelmingly kind of glorifies Scarface. I set Scarface aside because Scarface is a shitty movie. <laughs> I'm talking about the good stuff that deals with the Italian mom. Casino, 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 Goodfellas, Godfather One, Part One, and Part Two. Well, people try and lump Scarface in. It's like, what is Scarface rated? It's, like it's, Taylor, it's, you're supposed to be the stats guy. What did it, what did it do on like uh, IMDb and? Like Shit, it's probably way too high for its own good. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't know off my yeah, top of my head. Yeah, I would guess that so, it'd be high. What, just, Godfather? Just guess. No, no, no. Uh, while, Scarface. While Taylor's looking at Scarface, like, yeah. I just, I've watched Scarface once, and it was like, this guy super it's, deserved it, I'm not going right? to watch like, this again. Like, it's it's a trashy, 8.3 evil fucking dude. That's like, high. I don't. All right, we still got to do Justin's uh, favorite character, oh, yeah, and yeah. then we can move transition. I think Goodfellas is a much better movie. My favorite character is Silvio. Really? Was the guy with the shoulders up beard. Yeah, he's always yeah, got the yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's just kind of, I mean, hey, well, he looks like he has a big mouth and chin, that guy. like that Yeah, you he was, yeah. you know, he was kind of like a little reckless, but mostly had it had it all together. He knew who he, who he was. He was just real calm all he the time. He was definitely sort of a, a presence that helped keep Tony on track. That's yeah, true. He was, yeah. he was like yeah. the balance. He was yeah. a second uh, in command, right? I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was Tony's exactly second. Yeah. Dog it's going to be. And plus the, the the guy, he's in the E Street Band. He's like a Jersey guy. Like he's he's from there. Jersey guy. He's he's in Bruce Springsteen's band. Oh, he's the yeah, he's, he's, he's in his his little, What's his name? Or Jonathan? What is his name? Yeah. Uh, Steve Van Zandt. Stephen Van Zandt. Yeah. Little right. Steven. Little Steven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never made that connection before. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Look at that. Silvio. Uh, yeah, I liked him. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah. Don't <laughs> like these. Don't Interesting care for Bruce choice. Nope. I like a lot of old music. No, I don't like Bruce Springsteen. What's your favorite thing about The Sopranos? Who is, uh, who's being asked? I don't know. Whoever. I like the I like go the, Evan. I like the characterization. I like a good stereotype <laughs> characterization. I, I'm not I'm not saying that in a mean way, but like I like the voices and I like there's a lot of real mimicable 
people on this show. Like a lot of good characterizations of it. I mean, they went they they cut some clear out of the the pantheon of greasy Italian mobsters. They were like, we want this one, and we want it's like action figures. <laughs> they just sit on the big fat stupid one, and the little skinny one that likes drugs, and the one that's like like the caricature of a mobster, and fucking, you know, and then the you know. Right, so like it, right. it, it, it so you could do you, know, you like Tony Paulie hey, hey what are you doing Tony come on hey, hey. then you got Tony who's a little bit more like you fuck you stupid fuck you prick fuck what are you buddy coming here to my fucking here? and then the, the therapist is very Tony why 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 are you like the way you are why do you do the things Tony <laughs> do whatever the fuck I want you stupid cow. Remember when the guy who played Cypher came in uh, from the Matrix? That guy. Yeah, of course was, I remember. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Okay, just Ralphie. going back to the Ralphie. going Ralphie. back to the psychiatrist sessions. There were some moments where Tony was genuinely impressed like, with her knowledge and wisdom, and then he would take like what she would tell him, and then go and try and, and like, apply, apply it. it. Yeah, clumsily yeah, so to his life, like yeah, yeah. even to his business, his he would try to apply kid. it, and like, he would misquote what she would say too. Like right. he would mispronounce the word. I can't. I can't think of an example. Like, right it, now, it, it, like I know what you're talking about. would be yeah. like the, the the villain from Back to the Future going, "Make like a tree and get, and get out, out of here." Like he does yeah. that to right. whatever. It's make like a but, tree and leave, idiot. Whatever. The cry. <laughs> uh, old Bill, uh, old Biff to young Biff. So like it's that sort of thing. He'll be telling his, trying to repeat and just right, mo- right. Mook it up, <laughs> just like <laughs> hey, you fuck like you know, like a leaf. You know, you get out there and you work hard. Fuck you guys. Fuck you. Whatever. I don't give a shit. And he gets real like. So many characters in this show. What are you like, trying to like say, Bobby, Tony? Bobby Bacala is so like the big, big dude. guy. He's yeah. always like, Fuck, I'm sorry, Tony. It's like I'm for sorry. for I'm almost sorry. a decade. What was like his, his bo- bodyguard? I like actor. Bobby. Fabio or not Furio. 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 Furio was a beast. Yeah, Just the bodyguard beast. And yeah. Carmella kind of had a thing with uh-huh. him, and mm-hmm. Tony had to mm-hmm. call it all off. So who's, who's next favorite thing? Uh, I'll go. Uh, so my favorite thing about this, this is kind of, we can pick whatever we want. So mine's a really broad answer and it's in the context of television. I think that we have a lot to say, a lot of things to give to Sopranos because I don't think we would have everything we have now. Oh yeah. If it wasn't for the Sopranos. So my my favorite, roll the dice on an expensive, my favorite thing about Sopranos was they showed that it was an expensive television show that a shitload of people watched anxiously every week. And it worked, and it spawned the golden, helped spawn the, the first, golden age kind of first of crest of the golden age of TV. We yeah. got the wire because of it. We got, uh, we got Game of Thrones. I mean, we could name every show partially has Sopranos had something to do with it because it was the it way was, it was hadn't been done it quite was, like that. It was the birth of the golden age of HBO. What about the show Oz? That was that was also one and, that, and six feet under. It, Oz so didn't reach the pop culture under. though. It no. was a little too much. But to neither did go the wire. Culture. No, I mean, true. Kind of, but the the wire reached the com- critics. Yeah, but it didn't reach. Audiences. Oz ran for a while though, and, and so did six feet under. Six feet under ran for a very long time. There's like a good amount of episodes. So there so, were there was like you had the Sopranos, which was the big one, and you had these shows that kind of ran underneath. And people would wa- give it a shot because, oh, well, Sopranos is so good. Other stuff on HBO must be good. Yeah. That's what we've done with everything. And j- inevitably, now we just sort of take it for granted. But there was a time when it would be like, oh, I might. I didn't see it, but I never watched Oz. And I know Oz was supposed to be good. So if I could pick one like attribute of it, it would be the continuity, how they did it and made it as big as it was. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Because if without that, I feel like we would be missing 
Everything. So much other AMC stuff. AMC might have never taken the shot and doing right. what they did. Right. It finally proved it finally themselves. proved that audiences were smart. So people writers started to write more intelligently television and, and they finally proved that audiences will watch every episode. Yep. And that means everything to television. It was to when TV started to become better than movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's what it started. Do you have a favorite it thing, was. Charlie? It was the opening. Salvo. You're just and it can be anything. It's a very ambiguous question. Um, What's your general favorite thing about the show? Yeah, general anything. favorite thing about the show, I would say. You know, y'all have touched on wonderful things, so I won't reiterate there. But you can uh, if you can if it's legitimately your favorite thing, though. Yeah, um, I, I like the way that they focused on a uh, a, a smaller family. Like h- historically, in the in the mafia scenes, like you look at the Godfather and everything, and the way that people Sprawling. wanted to portray it, they wanted mm-hmm. yeah, they went for the big families the big powerful new york families and i like that it's kind of um, a scuzzy off to the side bunch of new jersey si- fucking yeah. trash like, yeah just like his house was even a little tacky like like it, <laughs> it's like it's like hardy board in the back and sides of his house it's, i mean you know and, funny. and that is funny and they even reference that too like um sometimes whenever um oh god aj was the son right yeah. whenever he would be hanging out with some people his friends were like he'd hang out with richer kids and they were like how come y'all don't have that Don Corleone money? You know, and it's just kind of. <laughs> you live in New Jersey. It's like I don't know. My dad's a mob boss, and like we're, we're pretty middle class, and you know, middle like, class mobsters. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, uh, everything y'all said is obviously huge. But if uh, it, can are we doing favorite scenes next? If you, well, what the thing we do next begs some explanation. Okay. Obviously, we need we Doggett Club. Doggett. It's all John Doggett. Uh, John Doggett was like we hated him. <laughs> Watching the X Files, he replaced Mulder. He Robert Patrick just didn't fit. The character wasn't really crafted real well. He became kind of a mascot, so that's where like kind of the love hate comes from. But we inevitably will give the Dog Award to somebody from a show that you either legitimately hate or or ha- had that you hated so much became something that you kind of like. <laughs> yeah. If you have a favorite scene, though, you can talk about it right yeah. now. I mean, we we, we, just, we amble into just talking about anything. Once okay, I'll throw in this favorite scene. The favorite scene would be after Tony got shot. I think it was like season six or whatever. Okay. And uh, he's recovering and he just feels like he's not never going to be like this was a turning point in his health. He's having a dream sequence, right? That triggered a dream sequence with him. There were dream sequences in it, but yeah. he, he he felt like after the gunshot wound and the surgery and, you know, obviously the muscular decline with laying in a bed and, and being in a hospital for God no knows man. how long. Yeah, this was it. Like, he no longer had a physical presence. Right. And that hit him really hard. And he talked to his therapist about it. And she basically gave him some advice. It was like, well, don't let him see it. You need to you need to play better poker, you know, and don't let him see it. And in his Tony brain, the way he interpreted that was to basically pick the guy with the biggest biceps in the room and start punching the yeah, shit out of him. Take him out. Yeah, and just pick a fight with him and just start... start <laughs> You know, taking him out, and and Tony actually won the fight. Who did he? Who did he go up against? It was remember? one of the newer bodyguard, yeah. one of the newer muscle enforcers that was like a body, little yeah. little miniature so bodybuilder. Show everybody, I'm still. Was Tony it Bobby? It might have been. It, Bobby. No, it wasn't. He fought Bobby later, and Bobby beat him. Okay, yeah, that's Bobby right, yeah. beat him, but he beat this dude that was much younger than him. But it took so much out of him that he then went into the bathroom, you know, and locked the door and turned the faucet on, and started puking. Yeah, right. Because that's definitely was, your favorite yeah. thing. I would count that as your favorite thing. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good pull. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. yeah, that is. Well, I mean, I always thought it. I thought it, they they played it well when Tony was having his anxiety attacks and fainting, and just like you know, they made it feel real. Like you felt that anxiety that he was feeling as well. 
just that panic. Totally, you know? yeah. Uh, I just think they played up those scenes like they made you feel what they were trying to trying to communicate. To, they to did, the and 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 as a you know as an adult in certain situations, obviously it's not another family trying to kill us or the right. FBI coming after us. Well, usually unless you were in the Trump campaign, but. Um, <laughs> Oh, sorry. We can edit that out. <laughs> <Sorry>. um. <laughs> hey, I would fit in well. I like you Soprano people. I know I'd fit in real well with I had some friends back in the 80s. There were a lot of... Donald, you really don't... No, no. Back in the 80s, I was friends with these guys that were just like that. And they gave me lots of money. Uh, Mr. President, you should uh, you should probably stop talking. No, 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 no. Uh, what was his name? Uh, re- something real greasy in Italian. He was a real good guy. He made me a lot of money. I really screwed a lot of those casino people. They lost tremendous amounts of money. I made so much. Mr. Pre- Mr. President, uh, here on the re- we're live on the... The Rush Limbaugh show. I really, I really think you should stop talking. No, no, no. I love talking. Why does everyone keep telling me that? Why does everyone keep telling me I should stop talking? Well, Mr. President, the, uh, the criminal enterprise that you turned your administration into would, would be better to not talk about it live on Fox News in the morning with uh, three Nimnos Fox uh, friends. That would probably be good for snacks. Uh, whatever. This is stupid. Tony, how's it going? Hey, hey, Mr. President, how are you? Hey, you fucking you get some food on lately? <laughs> so one thing, one thing that I was thinking of, as somebody that knows a lot about panic disorder and has it, yeah, a lot of Tony's behaviors for panic disorder don't exactly make sense, right? For someone with panic disorder, their anxiety levels generally need to be a lot more elevated throughout their daily lives and it seems like with tony what he suffered from it'd be like a snap of the fingers and suddenly he would pass out from a panic attack right but that's not that's not really how panic works no i mean basically your anxiety levels are already up and then something notches it up to that level where your brain just goes haywire yeah so generally speaking a lot am i breathing a lot i need to go (laughs) sit in the dark that's happened to me maybe twice in my whole life. Generally speaking, you also don't pass out from panic right. attacks. Now, it's possible you that you can. You it's out. possible. And I mean, you're <laughs> coming from a place, you're, you're a pretty uh, fit person in your mid-30s. If you're Tony in your late 40s, early 50s, and, and, you, and, and you're eating ice cream and gabagoo, and big Tupperware bowl full of bacon. If your pulse goes up to 150, you might pass out, you know? It's true, but I just, I think the transitions were so sudden, it was like a heart attack. But a panic attack usually does not, it was spoiler alert, I have panic panic disorder. I've had it all for most of my life. So that's generally, I'm just saying, generally speaking, that's not how it works. Yeah. Now I've had two, fuck you, surprise. I've had two major panic attacks in my life. Other times it's more like just anxiety, like build, building, 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 and I gotta. But preceding bring it back those down. two panic attacks, you probably were in some oh. sort of anxious state yes, before so. you hit it. You weren't right. just going to grab right. something right. from the fridge, a, a, a carton of milk, and, <laughs> and you look at the words. What a nice day! Oh no! You look okay. at the words, and you're just—it reminds you of something, and then suddenly you pass out. Yeah. That's like, no. I mean, Tony, what you see him start breathing PTSD <laughs> or something. And to be fair, it's been a long time since I've watched it, and maybe if I rewatch it, I would interpret it differently. You could see yeah. the constant right. anxiety that he has, and like he does have he, a lot. His of baseline it. is very high, so when it. So maybe it's fair to say that like his stress when level he's, is always way when up he's there. waltzing around How his house he's be? already he's loose he's already all this stuff is right. going through his head at all times about 
all the responsibility that is on his shoulders. Like I said it started when he became the boss. He became the boss, and they had all the, he's not he didn't handle the responsibility. Isn't that you know, the isn't that how one of the first episodes ends? Is Tony's going for the fridge, and he has the milk, and then he just falls, yeah. and then that was the end of the episode, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Yeah. There's another one where he he's driving, and he like just hits the wheel, you know, just like <laughs> panic attack, faints on the wheel, just driving. Now it is. I've had panic in cars. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. You're trapped pretty much. So anyway, uh, doggets, dog, dog it awards. What is, what is a character you don't care for? Or no, it can be a character or, you don't care or for. A situation or, or a, a character that just love to hate. Maybe yes, yeah, love okay. to hate. I've done grab- it a lot where I'm leaning more towards leaving love. Like so, just a character that was bizarre that I just was fascinated with. I'll go first, I, and I'll I've, just my say, rules for the dog at award are very loose. Justin's are very straight. Taylor's afraid somebody else is going to pick his, so he's going first. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, you go. I don't care. That no, you much. go. You you said you're going oh. first. I was just oh. you're going oh. first. I because I thought about it. He sticks out. It's Ralphie. Oh Ralphie. damn it! I was going to say Ralphie. Which one was Ralphie? He was the cipher from Ralph, the Matrix. Ralph, Ralph oh, Cifaretto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely psychotic. John Pantaleone. Yeah. Pantaleone. Jo- in in the context of Joe. all these other murderers and people that beat each Joe. other up. Joe, and he Joey stood Joey, out. Yeah, he, even they were like, holy shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing? You know, like everybody's like, holy crap. It was like, you finally saw that even in the context of this culture, there is, he was out of bounds. Yeah, he was the deviant. I, I mean, I have to, I, I agree, I agree that he was just an awful, awful character. But, Not, but no, actually, a good, a really, a good I would say a really good character, but one that just drove me to up oh, the wall. Yeah, but he's not my dog. It. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wait though. Go ahead, go, Charlie. You said you're. Yeah, you're, mine would be Ralph too. Okay, yeah. So what, same reasons or just oh, uh, just everything. Yeah, I mean the the horse scene where you know he decides to burn down a horse for insurance money. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, how much? That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. It's pretty shitty. It's Didn't pretty he also? Wasn't he with uh, Tony's sister? Uh, for yeah, a while, yeah, they he were was like with Tony's sister. They were they were together, and and he had he had, psycho he had interesting preferences, sexual in preferences. relationship. Yeah. yeah, he had very interesting preferences. But he dressed well. Ralph Lauren. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Head mine's, mine's pretty simple. His, his daughter. Was Meadow. Meadow? Meadow? You didn't like Meadow? Well, no. Interesting. Like You've targeted the children. I <laughs> yeah, I could say both his kids. Like, I, Meadow, I liked, Meadow was real self-righteous. What though. I liked about... Well, she just didn't... I remember in the later season, she would always... She would be like, she you know, fit. we don't fit that Italian stereotype and we're blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah, like, it's that, yes, that yes, you yes, you do. You super do. Do you see the way you're dressed? <laughs> How you look, how you act, <laughs> how you treat people. Yes, you fit the stereotype. The to other, a T. What was the guy's I name? Was it Me- who was Meadows? Brady. I just have to ask before I forget. Who was Meadows' boyfriend that Tony told to lose the glasses that one time? And he was, he had him in the restaurant and. Uh, wasn't he trying to be yeah. part of the crew that Yeah, morning? that was yeah. the April. Uh the April kid. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. But it kind of was Okay, with her. okay. She I was... thought I thought he was going for Meadow or something, but no. Yeah, he was he was remember that asshole that came in and then uh, Jackie. It was yeah, it Jackie. It, it was no, Jackie April. Yeah, little Jackie. Jackie Jr. Jackie yeah. Jr. There you go. Jackie yeah. Jr. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Jackie Jr. goes in to talk to Tony and he sits across from him. he's got these sunglasses in <laughs> on and Tony's just like he doesn't even look at him he's just like lose the glasses see <laughs> and those are the things that as an adult make you gravitate more towards Tony right. you know don't, just right. like don't fucking do that don't at, do that look stop at this. doing that yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wish you could manage like him as yeah. an adult on some level right yeah. you, 
Well, that that level of, of self confidence and forcefulness, where you can just look at somebody and go, "Hey," or, we, and command enough just visual and and space to be like, "Stop." Yeah, we kind like, of all wish we had respect, it. Dad respect yeah. that. Like when you're at home and you're doing something stupid, and your and your dad just goes when you're a kid and just goes, "Stop it." And you're like, right, right. Don't. Oh, and you okay. stop, right? And the other person stops. And, and you know and you're supposed to go, yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't it, It's my problem with the, the whenever the home life of, of a show sometimes, it feels like it's like it's its own little, and to varying degrees, it's like, we're going to take a break from the stuff you like and we're going to go and deal with his dumb kids. <laughs> like six, I hate that. I keep going back to six feet under, but I, it's the same thing. Like the problem I had with that show as it went on it became less and less about what the show's about and more and more about the live, the away from the, what the show was about lives of the brother and the daughter and the, this person. And you're like, wasn't this a show about a funeral home <laughs> at one point? <laughs> and, and, and Sopranos, not as bad as that, but it can get that way. Well, I was going to counter you a little bit because it just felt like sometimes I get what you're saying. Dealing I, with, hold on, hold on. with Meadows' problems and the Sun's I know, problems, I know, but it's like, but to be fair, to I don't think the Sopranos would have been the same show. Part of the reason why it was interesting was because not only was it about a villain, but it also the villain also had a family, a regular family, and it was that's how you kind of related to him yeah, a little I, bit. I, and I get that. And like you're I just said, saying Sopranos they, is they, not as egregious, but it was sometimes when it would like switch to the house. And it didn't even have the mom involved. It was something just to do with Meadow. Those were definitely parts of the show where I'm going, okay. <laughs> okay, fair oh, enough. Oof, oof. Like, sons, I could honestly just group and say his children are my dog. Because <laughs> I just, I, did, I, I, I think it wasn't the best casting of the show. They could have I liked Meadow. been better. I don't know. But, but I thought I Meadow was okay. Meadow. AJ was pretty they were both yeah. pretty. They were both yeah. pretty grating. His whole family was. And it's, but... But Meadow at least kind of struck out on her own a little bit right. in some name. ways. You the, know? the wife, I like in conjunction with mom, they were tolerable because yeah. inevitably it was a funny argument or something. Right. But then like, mom, right. and like, Me- Meadow had her Meadow, chance what's your to, fucking like, problem? to get away. She was at college. She made her choice to, you know, she, she was out there. She had the opportunity to go and be someone else. Right. But, you Can know. Can you imagine if your dad murdered people for like. And the last thing Meadows like, saw of her dad was her him getting shot. Yeah. After all that denial mm-hmm. that she practiced, saying, "Oh, my family," just the self righteous attitude yeah. she had like at the very end. You know, your dad's a mob boss. Quit it. Yeah. Like you know what your family like. She well, there was like the it's that she couldn't cope with what she knew. She knew about her dad. I think like deep, deep down, she knew what her family was. But it's just. Try and put yourself in your... Like, and how judgmental can we honestly be, though? Because a lot of times when you're just born into these things, yeah. you kind of uh, have a way of rationalizing it. Yeah. Oh, she was no. such a... But also she and was it's such working, a snotty, right? Like, she was just such a snotty there's a similar, early 2000s girl. Like just, there's a yeah. similar moment in Weeds where, girl. where uh, Nancy's son, Silas, the older son, right. you know, brings it up to her. He's like, I know what you do. And you're like... A show where, because uh, not all kids, it's not all kids. I don't, I don't hate all kids on shows. The kids in Weeds are fucking funny and great and great. well cast. Yeah, Carl from Walking Dead, generally a good kid casting. Well, most of the kids on Walking Dead are all real, real pretty solid. Like nowadays, uh, fucking Game of Thrones. Look at what's her name. Our Maisie Williams is fucking incredible. Okay, which so one I is look she? At, I, 
Arya. Arya. So I look oh, at yeah, I look badass. at I look at stupid Meadow and Dum Dum, and I'm like, oh, man, that could have been better. It could have been better. It could have been better, but but it was the best the that first it ever. One. It was yeah. the first one. I know. Yeah, like they didn't worked. they didn't know they didn't had the foresight to go to to pack every role with somebody that could fucking knock it out of the park. They packed, like I said, the top three roles, and then some good secondary guys to that you know and his crew. And they had a lot of good secondary, but they met over. They, I think they just kind of were like, get a cute girl, cute, cute, dark-headed, Italian-y looking, get a cute one, little cute girl. God, I, I'm one. sure the actress is just horrified by being I'm pretty sure she has done nothing else. I don't know. I got her right here. I think she tried to be a, Justin? Pop, she tried to be a pop star in the so 2000s. My what, that might also play into why I fucking don't like her. She tried to be a Britney <laughs> Spears, Christina Aguilera type in the TRL. She's known for an- Entourage, Dark Ride, I Do, Rob Ridley. I think she had one episode in Entourage, if I'm not mistaken. She's Maybe no, she, two. She, she, she peaked with Sopranos. Yeah. She okay. tried to be a little She's a nobody. She's, nobody. She's, she's a loser. Ha <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. ha. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Four nobodies from nowhere just told you you're a dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Take that. My dog at award goes to two people because I can't decide between the you two. You can't do that. He did. I, I did. He more or less picked Meadow. These two people are basically the same person. All right, go for it. Tony's sister and his mom. Janice and Livia Soprano are mm. essentially the same person. Mm. They're terrible. Filled with hate. They're oh, yeah. so bad, I don't even like to think filled about with, it. Filled with nothing. <laughs> every line, every situation, just a hate-filled, annoying... Manipulative. Manipulative shit show. Both of them. So, I mean, can we agree that that's okay to pick those two? Yeah. yeah. As a dog? Of course. Just of course. Two. <laughs> Normally, it needs to be one person, one character, but I accept that. This argument. like... And, 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 hey, we're not, and we're not picking on women. Like no. I said that you know Lorraine Bracco and what is the, what is the wife's actor the actress the, the who nurse cares N- she's, it's Nurse she's Jackie great. it's she's Nurse great. Jackie I'll just call Edie her. Falco Edie Falco Edie Falco Lorraine Bracco James Gandolfini they were the show like un- inarguably those three people were the reason Sopranos if without them it was it's just a just a real good mobster show like the three of them are just the the the, the performances they're all known for. At this still at this point, like when they when you mention, you know, Nurse Jackie. Oh, that's the girl. That's the lady Nurse from Jackie. Sopranos. Yeah, Carmella. That's Carmella yeah. from Sopranos. Like, I, never, I never had you, any every, urge to watch Nurse I, Jackie. When am I going to? When I saw James Gandolfini in anything, I'm like it's fucking Tony Soprano right there. Like a Tony Soprano in that romantic comedy. Like right, it's just right. It they they did such a good job. That's all. It, I, it pro- I think it almost hurt Lorraine Bracco's career. Did she do a whole lot much? The the, the therapist actress. Did she do much else after this either? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was the girlfriend in uh, Goodfellas, right? Yeah, she was like, yeah, uh, yeah in Goodfellas. She, she I don't care how she people did. just hemmed into this, 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 this like evil she's still genre. Yeah, y'all will never have me come in here and say, "Hey, everybody, I'm watching Ground. Nurse Jackie." No, I was talking about the other. I'm, I'm about Lorraine the Bracco. I know, but I'm just saying, I'll never was watch in 105 it. episodes of Rizzoli and Isles. Rizzoli and Isles, the lawyer show. Angela Rizzoli. Rizzoli and Isles. I wish she was in Raising the Bar with Zach Morris, is <laughs> that actor. Oh, yeah. We have like our a new thing we've started to do, like I told you earlier, the dark reboots. We have one for, what well, we did one for Full House off the air. We haven't recorded that yet. And we're got, not going to. Real, no. It got real dark. Uh, we did. But we have an ongoing dark Full House universe where Zach Morris actually Saved does. Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Uh, actually can freeze time. 
and uses it to ill ends. Like very ill. Like time out. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh. And like we have this whole like future post-apocalyptic world where the where the where the rest of the cast is like fighting Zach Morris, who's using his time freezing powers to just move at super speeds and and and, and ruin lives and murder and be evil. It's wonderful. It's just a wonderful <laughs> exercise in ad, in in yes ending and ad living. And it's but. not it's not completely far fetched if you watch Zach Morris's trash. Have yeah. you ever watched those videos? No. Google Zach Morris is trash. Just it's on a YouTube. dude who who very succinctly I've, wa- through, I've watched all of them goes and he each is terrible. and and describes takes an episode of of Saved by the Bell and shows exactly why Zach Morris is evil and irre- repentantly evil. Like he is He's he a manipulates. Bad he's a bad person. Never like looked at it that way as a kid. You, you no. just saw this guy like the preppy. De- I am dead serious. No. If you go home and Google Zach Morris's trash, you're going to end up watching every single one and just sitting there going, "How was this? No, he. They put they put it, what his actions into context where you're going. It's really he's, bad. He's evil. It's funny though. Yeah, but it's anyway, awesome. yeah. it's so awesome. Anyway, I speaking wanna, of I wanna, evil I leading wa- men, I want to ask <laughs> y'all's. No, you know what. I'm going to take over Here for we a go. second. Do uh, it. Here's Taylor's turn. Go for uh, it, Taylor. So Taylor's time. A couple things I wanted to go over Taylor with you. facts. First, IMDb, you would think that uh, it's pretty pretty high up there. It's number 11 of all time. It's wow. one of those on shows. TV. It's one of those. It, they'll always hit those lists because it is what it is. Number 11 of all time, rated what if, uh, 9.2 out of 10. That's with a bunch of votes, 233,000 votes. And then it has... Won five Golden Globes, uh, another 113 wins and 301 no- award nominations. A lot of those are Emmys. Shitload of awards. Uh, real quick, let's look at the first season on Metacritic 88. Uh, the second season went up to, a no- whoa, okay, 97. It's one of those shows. It's it's just 90. Season three, 97. Board. Season four, ninety. No, they don't. They stopped there. Yeah, <laughs> it's not reviewed. Um, 90, 96. Yeah, they skipped season four for some reason. But the last season's ninety six. And by the way, the user reviews are eight point nine. Of course they are. And uh, the other thing that I saw, there's no objectivity. It's that one of those I shows thought, with very little objectivity. That so people just sort of the viewership. What we were talking about earlier. I have the thing. The season premiere, three point four five million people watched it on HBO. And then the finale, 5.22. Um, the next season, it went up to 7.64, 8.97. then 11.26 for the next season was the premiere, 9.46. Huge. Uh, then the, it eventually it's like got the, it to... It was the Game of Thrones of its time where everyone's thir- watching. 13.43 for the first one and 12.48 for the second. And finally, it kind of went off a... Yeah, the last season fell off some and actually... Four or five seasons is seven like a, It's the perfect run for one of these shows. Mad Men was about that long. No, it didn't fall off that much. I'm sorry. Nine point four seven and then eleven point nine the last episode. So it fell off a little bit, but it was still ridiculous fever pitch. Um, Mad Men was eight seasons. Many critics have asserted that The Sopranos is the That's greatest right. and most groundbreaking Sorry. television Definitely series. Definitely don't want to go beyond 10. of all time. It ever. <laughs> you not like unless eight. you're Supernatural. But that's a different show. But these drum talking about like these, what is yeah, that, these Wikipedia dramas, you're on these real well crafted yep. dramas. Uh, created a new era of mafia genre, deviating from the tr- traditional dramatized crap. Uh, 
The Sopranos has been called perhaps the greatest pop culture masterpiece of its day. Of its day. Because it's, it's been topped. It's day. Yeah, but many critics, like I said earlier, assert that it's the greatest and most groundbreaking television series of all time mm. with like 10 sources. Um, the writing, acting, and directing have often been singled out for praise. We already did that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't say anything about the directing, but obviously movie quality directing. You know who, you know who else was in the show? You know who showed up in The Sopranos? Who? Oh, oh, Robert yeah, Patrick. See, game we like to play uh, in the dog club. The gambler is, was was Robert Patrick in that? <laughs> You'd be very surprised. Robert Patrick is in a lot. Yes, he is. Yeah, was the dog it hey, It's me, Johnny Dog it up there. I was in True Blood. I was in Psych. I was in. Who was he in True we Blood? Need a, we need a. He, he was, was LC's, LC's dad, dad, the werewolf the guy. Pack. Oh Jackson yeah, Jackson Vervo. Yeah, yeah. Got to think It'd about be the pack. shirtless with a with a leather <laughs> vest on and his hair feathered up. <laughs> Alcid. See, John Doggett, the, the character on this the show Doggett Club is a is an amalgam of Robert Patrick and John Doggett and T and Alcid's and and <laughs> dad. And uh, have you seen this boy? <laughs> Have you hey. seen this boy? All right. hey, well, let me do it again. Woo! One second. Hold on. Jackie Duncan's gonna, gonna act. Hold on. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> yeah, remember that? Good movie. And your brother? And my brother is the lead singer of the band Filter. <laughs> True fact. Hmm. Robert Patrick's brother. Will you take my picture if I don't remember that guy. Oh, that of their brother. I remember their Filter. Brothers. Yeah. Wow, I had Can no idea. Can you imagine Thanksgiving at the Patrick household? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> My sons, I'm so proud. One, he was in the in the Alien show, and he was a metal man back in the 90s. And my other son, he sings like an angel. Thank you, Mr. Patrick. Yay, no, thank you for consuming the, the entertainment properties of my two very talented sons. So did they kill his character in The Sopranos? So I know that he had he got into... I remember it, him frightened. He got into dead with Tony. Like, Tony was trying to keep him out of... Like, don't play cards. You're going to lose he, money. Then he went to a freaking casino. He, Tony, no, he went to the, help me. He went to the card game that Chris was running. And right. he, he, like, got way too deep. And then he and Tony was like, I told you. Now you're in. And, and he couldn't pay his debts. And I think he died. I think they took care I think of him. He got shot. Yeah, yeah. I seem to remember him scared on a payphone in a diner talking to Tony. That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, please, please. No, sorry, but <laughs> so the Sopranos. Picture by this yeah. this is it. the last thing I'll say from Wiki. The Sopranos had a significant significant impact on the shape of American television. It has been characterized by critics as one of the most influential artistic works of the 2000s balls. and has been cited as helping to turn serial television into a legitimate art form on the same level as feature films, literature, and theater. We get it. We, we said the yeah, same hold thing. Hold on. Serial is the word, I think. Op- episodic ep- ep- and serial. I thought episodic. Episodic is in contrast then, to serial. Then what do you call like Law & Order? Episodic. episodic. That's episodic. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I, okay. Sopranos is serial. Serial yeah. television. The Wire is serial. Yes. 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 Game of Thrones. The Shield Mad is Men. serial. The Break Shield, Mad. one of the most overrated. I've said this several episodes. It's one of the most overrated Taylor, shows hold on. ever. Go go to the Taylor's rating of The Shield. I want to read that note. 
I want to read that. This is the thing that got me to reading Taylor's little little spreadsheet notes. Well, no, is, this this one is on the uh, is on the name of the show rather than his rating. There's like two different ones. Yeah, first the first one on the name. Watch Michael Chickless be a piece of shit in all caps. Cop for six seasons. I just it ju- wait. I just grew it's worse. Just, it, it, it's supposed it's to be just, it. It just grew worse and worse the more I thought about it. Shock value, addictive in its own way, but overrated. Overrated. <laughs> I, I just, I just like reading Taylor's little notes. Six point three. Six point three, and red for me and Justin. Red means we probably won't. I tried to get Justin now. and Evan to watch it. And they, I watched a few episodes, and I'm and like, he hated it. I didn't know. I had, I remember it from TV, and I was just like, nah. Yeah. I knew I people. I know people. The people on the internet swear the Shield is up there with like Sopranos, The Wire, and all these other crime dramas. Like, and I'm like, no, no it's not. Like not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that sucks. But yeah, Sopranos was. Uh, we have a lot to be thankful for for yeah. it, even with its weaknesses here and there. You know, I think it's. Uh... <laughs> what are you doing, Justin? What are you? You can't I'm, do that. I'm giving it zeros for me and Evan so that it's down to a uh, a two point one. <laughs> so oh, that's true. We should put a two. Yeah, if we're definitely not going to watch it again, it should. Uh, okay, y'all better be careful with that because that means I could put a zero in for Doctor Who. For Doctor Who, would, Who. Would yeah, my, that would hurt my heart. <laughs> I'm not. Zero. I don't think you should. But be you know what? We sh- uh, it would be a decent thing to do with shows you're sure of, because then it makes the average better yeah. and truly spaces shit out. It's true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've watched. I've, yeah, but what is you your what is I've your tremendous least favorite thing about The Sopranos? The glorification of organized crime, which is something I have a problem with with a lot of stuff. Okay, I mean, I and, love. And don't I, go into detail no. on that. <laughs> we had to cut out. Of yeah, <laughs> but it's you know, I mean, they're 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 not just like criminal criminals, but like murderer criminal. Like I don't know. Listen, I I love watching lots of cool, crazy stuff, and I, and it. But the Sopranos again, it's it's this stark reminder of a very real shitty thing in our culture. The way I was saying about Breaking Bad and The Wire, where they're so realistic and like stark. You know, it's Mad Men is very kind of ethereal and strange, and Game of Thrones has dragons and shit, and fucking it's always sunny. It's, it's like this weird alternate universe where these people get away. You know, it's like I like when it's so grounded. I'll watch it and love it and know it's great. But it's like the rewatchability factor goes so far down because I'm like I don't want to put myself <laughs> through being reminded of this very real, very shitty thing. <laughs> Sopranos, I guess, less so, because as we've been talking about, I've been thinking, like, I could maybe <laughs> stare at it again. Yeah. Maybe. It has its funny stuff. Yeah, it does. But, for sure. But it's got some it, balance It's also to about it. how you're, it, I think it very, it, it, while at the same time it kind of glorifies it all, like we were saying, it's near the end of the glory days of organized battalion right. crime families. Definitely. You know? But and I think are, I think the BF- and by the end you're like, wow, Tony really is kind of stupid. Like, but I think a, he's, I, a, he's a thuggy dope that was like he, he's the, the best smartest option. of bunch. Yeah, yeah. The, he was the yeah. best possible option yeah. to fill this power vacuum. But like he was shaky in the in the head. He was vicious. He was he was he was nasty. Like a lot of people didn't like him. Like he wasn't most mob bosses. He won you, every single one of his battles. Personal sway, you know, like yeah, you know, yeah. What are you gonna say, Taylor? 
I was just going to say, I mean, I, I get what Evan's saying, and they did glorify it to an extent, but I think in the last season, they definitely finally showed that you, you're definitely a viewer going, I'm glad I'm not in this. I'm glad yeah. I don't have any. You know, I mean, these you start monsters. to see Tony go down. You start to see what the real consequences of right. people dying his, around him. His crew's down to like, what, like eight or nine people he at this point? He kills Christopher. Yeah. By suffocating him after a fucking car he, accident. He killed half his own mafia, like, you know, be, between the arrests and other families killing him and him killing his own people, it just got smaller and mm-hmm. smaller as it went. And, it and he more, killed him just because he relapsed. Paranoid yeah. and that was yeah. pretty much it. Was, it. it, was, yeah. it was, but, I mean, there's still, like you said, you're rooting for this vicious, ruthless murderer at certain points, and it's like... All right, little, Justin, go. A little disconnect there. I, I don't know. Least favorite okay. thing about Sopranos. So I'll preface it a little bit. As much as I appreciate what everything that led up to the end of the show, like the flashback to him and Big Pussy having that conversation in the car where he's talking about when you get shot in the head, you know, everything just goes black. That's it. Everything just stops. Right. Which led to the last episode. Right. But but they had a flashback within the last two or three episodes that, you know, all these things led up to, to that moment. But I think my least favorite thing is that I just wanted a more definitive ending. You know, some and it was at I can the time, relate to that. Like I had stopped watching the show by that point, but it was out. Like it was such a controversial end. It made I mean, the, and the reactions ranged from people that legitimately loved loved it. Didn't I see it, it at your house? But to the people yeah, you that did. were you them not just mad, and we both but thought something curious. went wrong with their TV. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> we were like, "What the hell? It's black." Yeah, yeah. What the hell? But that's as, it. As you know, as I watched TV you know from future of sopranos you have have these shows that have a time jump at the end where you can see how everyone's doing after the fact you know and i feel like i was kind of missing that with sopranos you like that you're really gonna love six feet under because they do a whole episode where they literally go to the end of each of their lives when they die weeds does it you know they show everybody there's a lot of shows i watch it now that's pretty good that will jump yeah it's good there's a lot of shows now that would jump forward and, and like halt and catch fire did yeah, each yeah. season was kind of a jump. jump. Weeds yeah. did it at the end. Mad Men did a, Mad Men did a little bit. Yeah, so see, Evan, you your job's seen... so interesting. They made a show about it. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to make a show about a, a peanut shelling. Plant. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Well, I mean, that's it. Yeah. There was maybe, and there was one reality show that was like a yeah. mortician show, and it just it didn't fly. Well, they did a Doug it's Dynasty. Just, it's a reality but... people don't really want right. to yeah, be no, reminded no. of. Charlie, it's edgy. least so, favorite thing about the show? Uh, least favorite thing about the show would probably be um, the filler episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, In a show like that, there's no necessity to f- add filler. Yeah. It's like, tell your story. Right. Because they they overdid the seasons were a little bit too long, right? I, well, I think all total you probably could have eliminated a season's worth of a, a, a good eight episodes, probably. a good eight to ten yeah. episodes, yeah. and I think it would have been a tighter show. You could say that about most a lot of stuff, though. And like, start with the one where they're talking about attacking the people protesting Christopher Columbus, because uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I give they, them, but they. I give them a pass on filler just because they were the first of, it, of their kind. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, were, right all they were still figuring it out. All dramas had. It's filler. hard to hit ten out of ten every single like oh, drama. Out the gate, drama, right? made, sure. yeah. even if you had a storyline, you Very still had some just like we're going to take care of tackle this problem in this episode. This is the scenario, right. and it's done now. And right, pff, like it's like like I said with X Files, they would it would be like storyline, storyline. Oh, now six episodes with a boogeyman. Yeah, and you're not going to hear <laughs> yeah. anything about the smoking man for yeah. a while. Yeah. like it's, it's that. Like it, 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 they were realizing this was the show where they went. 
oh, we don't have to do as much of that. We can just like keep keep moving forward. Right. But T- Taylor. Oh, my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably. It's lack. It it it, it does for me. It, it it for some reason there's a little bit of fatigue with it. That, yeah, I, that's the best way I can put it with me is fatigue. I it's the same. It's the same exact criticism I made of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Great show. Love the show. Incredible ending. Blah 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 blah. But for some reason, it's when I think about through something, yeah, you're yeah. going. Yeah, it does a good job taking you along with their you're, anxiety you know, ridden. The, the, right. the feeling you get right. watching something. I mean, it's still a violent show, but something as live yeah. as Supernatural, you can just breeze on through that. Yeah. Without it weighing on you, right? It's Even just strange. Game of Thrones, which is ridiculously violent, and, and but it just you. It's but there's dragons and stuff. Yeah. You don't. Something but with right. Sopranos, you're like, hey, guys like that it's exist. It's interesting they that murder people that like that. Sopranos. They sell drugs and murder people, and ugh, it's God, interesting you know? that the Sopranos and 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 Breaking Bad make you feel that way, but The Wire doesn't. I know. It's, it's just, interesting, and also the fact me. that Oof. Mad Men is also really dark and dreary in but different it, places too. It's different in a weird kind of ethereal because it's such an odd profession that they're focusing on. It's very everyone's very. But I also don't do think Mad Men is a crime way. drama. You know, Sopranos, Breaking Bad, and The Wire are all There's crime, no crime or or well, I mean, he did steal a man's identity, but right, but. Not overtly a crime show. It's more of just a situations show. But the wire is the one that would be a weird yeah. thing for the me. The wire is Cause, like because for me, because for me, I can re. I've already rewatched it, and right. I'll re- I will rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. And I love that show. Yeah, and it doesn't fatigue me. It's just interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. Period. They're kind of figuring out how to get people to get lung cancer, though. So that's like just as probably even worse than the mafia <laughs> on some level. If you think about the like. It's toasted. Still not a crime. Ooh, I like Ooh, it. Ooh, toasted. toasted. Still not a crime, yeah. though. No, no, it's Fuck legal. It's Mad legal. Man. One of these days, I'm going to rewatch Mad Men. It's going to be a great, great time. I already have. <laughs> what a good show. <laughs> okay, uh, do we want to change our ratings? Nope. Or organize it by mine. Uh, I'm pretty some, sure I don't. There might be a sh- little shift here. Where is, where is it at? Right here. 8.35 out of 10, Evan. What do you want to do <laughs> after our lengthy conversation? Oh, wait, boo, it's, I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine better. Uh-oh, here we go. Put it at an 8.28. Man. Pretty low for Dropping it like one of the best shows. Or so. yeah, no, I'm, well, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah, because I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine more, so it's 0.1 below, 0.01 below Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I think it's going to stay where it is for me, too. Because I can't look. I'm, I'm trying to look above it and trying to find something that I would say, like, oh, no. Get Taylor no. to watch Silicon Valley, please. Is there <laughs> any way that we can make that happen? It's on his list. That's all I can say. Okay. Yeah, I haven't ruled. I, I intend to watch seasons. it. But okay. Curb has my comedy attention right now. Yeah. Okay. And I'm almost done, though. I only have, like, another it's, season. It's go. not red, so. And I've seen, like, three or four episodes, the first four episodes, and then I forgot. I just got... Yeah, distracted and maybe never some went game back. or something. I'll have to. I'll rewatch the. You know, oh, I'm yeah. not gonna pick up where I, I'll rewatch those four episodes. It's short. It's like what they're on three thirty minute episodes. It's such yeah. an easy yeah. watch. Yeah, it, it might be. Maybe I'll just do that after Curb. That's what I keep saying about Weeds too. Weeds is thirty minute episodes. Weeds it's is very an, breezy. It's an I, easy watch. I've yeah. tried Weeds twice, so don't. <laughs> I've watched what five seasons of it. Just the, and it just I for some you, reason I just don't want to 
Yeah. Taylor, I can tell you the last season is so lost my interest. The last that. season is so fulfilling, though. Like, oh come on! I'm it's telling weeds. you, they lost me when they were driving around the caravan, and uh, you know, I don't know. That's just they, kinda... weed lost me when it moved to Mexico. Like she was going <laughs> to Mexico, I just kind of went, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what 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 attracted me to the show kind of disappeared, which was this mom in this right. The original setting, premise was cool. And right, it moved right. away from that. Uh, what was I gonna say? Damn it! I don't know. How would I know? I'm sorry. Y'all can't no, read my fucking mind? No. Fuck you. Not God yet. Damn it. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, oh, oh. I, I wanted to write, you know, last week I recommended a random musical artist. I want to recommend a random podcast. Uh, it's literally the easiest podcast to catch up on. It's uh, the McElroy brothers who host uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me and these two Australian guys that host another podcast. They get together once a year for the last three years, every year, and they're saying for the rest of their lives. They all watch Paul Blart Mar- Mall Cop Two and oh, review God. it. They get, but it's a, a, an annual podcast. There's three episodes. <laughs> they started in 2015. It's and they're all about an hour each, and it's just them each year <laughs> reviewing for an hour to an hour and a half. Mall Cop Two. Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. None of them. Most of them have not seen Paul Blart One. <laughs> <laughs> but they deep dive and review just that movie. I've never seen the second year. one. I, I haven't either, one. but I've I, I binged all three episodes, and I'm waiting. And they release it every November on Thanksgiving, so the 2018 ep- their fourth rewatch of the show is coming up, and I'm, I'm just immediately really excited. It's the dumbest idea. They actually had to contact. We should iTunes. do that. We should do that with episode two. Of they Star had to contact Wars. iTunes and tell them not to remove. We're it. almost doing our. Well, we have our annual uh, cri- uh, Christmas in August. That's episode going to happen. And we're going to do another even Optimus if, Prime. Even if Doggett Club, if we don't do the podcast every month, every August we're going to get together and do and record a Christmas in August. I was that thinking. Too fun. I was thinking even next year we could do gifts like Christmas, Christmas in August, August gifts, gifts instead of doing <laughs> actual Christmas gifts. I'm down with that. Yeah. But no, we, I'm gonna. I want to do another Optimist Prime episode because that Where was season one as well. Talk about talk about the good things that happened in 2018. I want to yeah. do that as well. Yeah, because I think really that, sift through, boy. Oh gosh, you. come on, Evan. Evan is always so negative, so negative during that episode too. We we did it last year, and everyone was just like the whole time. He's just like, uh, yeah, heart, but my complete yeah. my heart's filled with darkness. Complete <laughs> no, fact, factually on. based stuff of how the world is so much better than like, it used to be. Yeah, but Donald be. Trump. Yeah, but Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, world <laughs> poverty is down. So infectious diseases so I like, are down. I like to say, do a thought exercise. So if you if if Obama made you oh god, freak hey, out, wait, 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 or wait, if Trump no. made you freak <laughs> out, or if anybody made you freak out, like strip away what they're saying that offends you and just look at what's actually happening and say, okay, so if the person, if the other person that I voted for had come in and we're doing these things, how offended would I be? And I guarantee you, like, probably 50, 60% of the people that were flaming about Obama, if a Republican had been doing the same things... They'd probably be fine. Yeah, it's all spin. you know, and it's so it's and it's good to try to you know take a step back and be a little objective. And things are gonna piss you off, vote. but you know, just yeah, vote. yeah, just vote, vote for what you believe just in. Vote. Yeah. yeah, definitely yeah. fucking vote. Don't yeah. vote for Trump. <laughs> 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 I think uh, the Republicans have had a okay. Good so go in Congress. Let's let's give somebody ways. else a shot now. Um. Anyways, the uh, overall the Taylor incredibly uncomfortable. No, I don't think we need to go any more. <gasps> no, we with don't. That. So Trump. I think Trump we need to go. Um, I'm becoming more apolitical with age. Where's Justin going? Ooh. Justin just ran away from the table. Justin? 
we can't do the show without Justin. No, we're lost now. We're, we're, we're going. We're, we're, <laughs> oh we're going to end now. We're just going to keep recording until the end of time. Uh, well, shit. Well, the other podcast that's by those same McElroy brothers, It's called, they literally started a podcast called The McElroy Brothers Will Be in Trolls 2. You know that shitty DreamWorks wait, wait, animated bef- movie? I, I do. Okay, go ahead and finish that. He, but uh, I wanted to ask he, Charlie something. He they They willed themselves... It's only about four episodes of their podcast, but they willed themselves into that movie just simply by making a podcast that said, we're going to be in this movie. It's fascinating. Okay. I have to ask Charlie, someone on the show besides myself has seen Solo now. It's not just me. I have a Star Wars. Justin and Evan have not watched it. Without any spoilers, Charlie, what is your thoughts on Solo? Right. So my expectations were a bit beat down, obviously, by... um, by me? By you, yeah, largely by you. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor came in like a dark cloud, like a dark cackling cloud going, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. John, Kathleen Kennedy can just go jump in a lake. Oh, <laughs> like it's been, it's been a thing. And, and, and I had to weigh that with sort of what everybody was saying, where it was on Rotten Tomatoes and whatnot. And basically... I kind of feel like it's, you know, like a 6.5 out of 10 type of 6 out of 10 type of movie. It's entertaining. Uh, it held my attention for a couple hours, but it wasn't the second coming. You know, right? What does that it? say about it, though? I mean, that, as much as Charlie was trying to be like, I mean, if you really think about it, he just called, eh, it was kind of, it held my attention for a couple hours. This is a Star Wars movie, and Charlie just casually said, it, it, it held my attention. Because I'm telling you, this movie was not for us. Who was it for? It was for the older fans of Star Wars. I am an older fan. No, in today's day and age, Taylor, no. Taylor, you watch Star. Your memory of the original trilogy was on a VHS box set in your house. Yep. He's talking about people that went to the theater three times to watch. So what re- about it? Will we, it's just appeal to them that wouldn't to us. Yeah. What? For people, for people that all ha- of this by saying Star Wars has never been a giant deal for me. I've always been a peripheral fan. I enjoyed Star Wars via my cousin because he was a giant Star Wars fan. That's fair. I'm gleefully watching Marvel take over the universe because I was always a Marvel X-Men Spider-Man kid and watching them just oh my God. destroy fucking every other genre, every All other, right. you know. I just think that saying that it appeals to the older generation and you haven't even watched it, I it was for, it had it had Darth Maul in it. I think they're it coming was up appealing with excuses to, me. to excuse it was trying away to appeal them to not me. knowing what they're doing. All right, Charlie, and it failed. I'm, I'm going to throw out my theory about, the, about what, 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 what LucasArts is doing right now. Disney. Disney LucasArts. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Lucasfilm is 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 under Disney, just like Marvel Studios. It's a separate. I feel like Marvel. But the the difference being, Marvel, like they handed the movie, create the the. I mean, the core of what's making Marvel good right now is the fact that Marvel Comics still has a giant amount of sway over the creative direction of the movies. I don't feel like Star Wars has that core. I don't feel like Lucasfilm at this point, having been passed over, they weren't. They took the logo and they refilled the studio with smart people, but I don't think they had that cohesive, creative thrust. That okay, like, would you rather go back to George Lucas? No, not at all. I'm just saying they don't have what Marvel has yet. I, yet. I so what? What? What is your theory? My what theory you is that what they're doing with with this trilogy, and with these one-off Star Wars or like not origin stories, but prequels to the characters is they're trying to close the chapter 
on the 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 old book of Star Wars from using what they from bought. the seventies, using and the 80s. up what they bought, at least utilizing the thing they paid. What however many they're trying they're trying to close that book so that they can write new stories. They're they're trying to fulfill you know a they're trying to win back trust from the prequels failed <laughs> on the latest. With, with so you're talking about Solo, but with the with the Last Jedi and and the Force Awakens, don't you think they built trust? Yeah, from no. from the and, prequels, uh, it's, uh, yeah, they, I, I think was, they have was, because was if false. you go back and look at the prequels, they feel sort of like a network television right. daytime soap opera. Yeah, you know, right. They, they kind of have that same filming. No, quality. they they did, know. and that's why my expectations were so high because they had done so well with the other. Not and by the way, I said this earlier. These movies, these new Star Wars movies, are good, but they're not Ro- like excellent. Rogue or One. I say Rogue I One. I don't like sand. Rogue One and Last Jedi. We're both. They're the best ones. I, I I like. I think there's most of those. I like more than most of uh, Empire. Well, you know how I not feel even about, you know how I feel about Ewoks. I don't the entire Ewok part of Empire. I that's hated. not Empire. That's I, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. I'm sorry. Sorry. See, uh, <laughs> it's, it's peripheral. I, fan. I, I call the Ewok bit as wor- as bad as anything in the prequels. And anyone who says different is nuts. Because it's like, oh, those teddy bears are destroying the well-honed you know, right. warrior force with that their has logs. dominated the galaxy with logs and we, frayed rope. We, like, it's we, all such garbage. And people try to be like, old fans are like, no, you know, I wouldn't put the Ewoks in the same category as Georgia. I'm like, you're looking through the most rose-colored glasses we all and, agree yeah. that the Ewoks Ever. should have been Agreed. Wookiees. They should have so been Wookiees. I, honestly, if I'm ranking Star Wars movies, it would have been way better. Return Maybe with of the a Jedi few lasers or something. Like below, crossbow bombs. Yeah, Return of the Jedi is below possibly Last Jedi. Like, I enjoyed Last Jedi start to finish more than... That's now. fair to say that. I don't think Return of the Jedi... Get, Empire, definitely I thought, number one. I thought one, you were like, talking about Empire no, not first. I'm, That's I why I was like... I flabbled in my brain. Because I'm not the biggest. But Return has some redeeming qualities aside from the Ewoks. Tremendous Star Wars. And you got to remember the Ewok scene was more digestible because it had two other excellent scenes happening simultaneously. One, the giant. Okay. (laughs) Oh, how does the greatest trilogy in movie history end? Yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Like it was the stupidest fucking shit I've ever seen in my. Like, as. (coughs) Wow, that hurt my throat. Watching objectively as a kid. The first couple times I watched Star Wars, it was always like, first movie, this is good. This is neat. It's a neat concept. Remember, oh, the swords are neat. I wish they'd do more with them. Second movie, this is fantastic. One of the best space movies I've ever watched. Holy shit. Third one starts like, this is pretty cool. All right. Cool. Okay, what? Huh? Okay, fuck. This is stupid. I okay, like okay. This. But like, that's just- my counterpoint to Evan on this is always when that Ewok scene was going on, you had the Emperor... Excellent scene with Vader, Luke, and the hey. Emperor, and we hadn't seen the Emperor before. No and doubt. then we had the best space, one of the best no space doubt. battles in movie history. And then they end that with yep, yep, <laughs> remember like the the stormtrooper helmets all lined up like drums. There you go. That's it. That's how Star Wars. Well, Ryan, ends. Ryan it's loves the teddy Ewoks. bear picnic. Ryan, Ryan loves Wait, this did song. the original have this song? The original had it. The original that we used to watch on VHS and on TV when we were kids, but then George Lucas remastered it and got rid of this song, put a generic garbage song in, and then he changed cut the scenes. The show. He cut in. Yeah, cut he, in the boo. And the old man with Hayden Christensen standing next to you. Yeah. Oh, I hated that. That ending. 
So as bad as you make that ending with the Ewok sound, somehow George Lucas found a way to make it worse. I know. That's why I'm not like if uh, me looking at Star Wars objectively, they've had more fails than wins. No, I gr- I actually way agree more. with that, but imagine how cool we've said this before. Imagine how cool. Remember that concept art I showed y'all where it had the instead of the Ewoks, the Ewoks were giant. No, the, the original plan was the Ewoks were going to be fucking Wookiees. They were supposed to be on Kashyyyk, but it was too fucking expensive or something, and they downgraded to fucking Ewoks. Can you imagine how <laughs> boss that... Think of the Wookiee War... What, which which prequel had that in it? The third one? Or the second one? During oh, the yeah, 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 When yeah. Yoda's hanging out with the Wookiee? Well, I remember... Can you fucking imagine if the end of... If the battle of... In, was was a bunch of Wookiees screaming down a fucking Look, hillside through trees? I remember trees? playing the first... Amazing. The first Star Wars Battlefront. You're on... You're on Kashyyyk in a battle with the Wookiees. Wookiees everywhere. Just bolt casters and... And, and it's a that, crazy, that was, crazy so battle. That was concept art for Return of the Jedi. They were going to have... You just don't you? They were going to have giant creatures... Along with the furry teddy bears, but can you imagine the giant that would have been able fighting, to do that fighting the the, the well? It's much more believable that a giant creature could freaking take out a, a giant could actually crush because a, a bunch lot of, of the teddy emperor, bears emperor tripping AT-AT walkers and shit. More believable than teddy bears. Like no, the two logs coming together like a Bugs Bunny cartoon out of the trees and smashing together end to end and crushing the head of the like imagine 18... what that would do to a Abrams Christ. tank, right? What would that do to an Abrams clonk. tank? Nothing. They would just they just into it. The fact that two so they, rough-hewn logs with frayed rope they made out of hemp, like <laughs> swung out of trees, didn't just break yeah. the AT Walker, made right. it explode. It was and the most nonsensical bunch of shit. I've ne- there's especially nothing I when can you think when, of. when you remember Empire and they had to like, you know, hook onto the leg, wrap Those, around it, and trip it. That the metal was invulnerable. Just, the little ones just made of like paper, mache, aluminum. Apparently. Yeah, well, like they were mostly they were mostly the chicken walker, the little ones right. that right. were Still, in. Right, uh, those are made out of. Uh, apparently, they were just a material yeah. way aluminum. less durable right. than wood. Yeah. So yes. we we agree though, Bullshit. Evan. Yeah, I agree that mo. Star Wars is a mixed bag. If you take the prequels into account and you take the new ones into account, now you got. Solo, which is average at best, and then you got three decently good Star Wars movies. Yeah. But none of these new ones are really like making me go, "Oh my god!" But you, like, "Oh my god!" Did y'all watch that? Holy shit! So you got to get to the movie theater right away. Yeah, no. there's a, when there's Force a thing Awa- that's doing that. Marvel. When Force yeah. Awakens did came out, everybody was just excited because we didn't have to deal with George Lucas anymore. Right. But now that 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 hype is out, and everybody's kind of looking at what we actually have, it's good. But no, it's not as good as Marvel. It's not. It's not. It's not Marvel's, as good. Marvel's not only that. Marvel's the MCU is it, insane. It's slaying look, it with like nothing again, characters, like Ant Man, Doctor Strange, and shit. And like, I don't know I if I said it. this on podcast. We've talked about this after the show a few times. I attribute these first couple, first few movies to Different. when Marvel started to like Captain America and the first Iron Man and and the first Thor. The and, more boring Marvel yeah, movies, just like you know, they were figuring it out. They're figuring it out, and I think Star Wars is doing the same thing. But we have like twenty more Marvel movies ahead of it. Right I just now. said this. They just need to be stop being so precious with Star Wars. Like Marvel took Mar- Marvel is out Star Wars and Star Wars in some respects. When you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars, they just showed you that a space movie can be super fucking fun and silly and not shitty. Like, look, look, they did it. 
<laughs> they're doing it. They're trying to do it a third time. If it weren't for the Good. fact that James Gunn tweeted gross stuff ten Good. years ago. Good, Anakin. I just think Star Wars the and Star Wars fans is strong in you, Anakin. Good. I want to. What I desperately want to see. Apparently, Topher Grace made that the edit of all three prequels down to one movie, and he just apparently did the same thing with the Hobbit movies and edited the three of them down to one. Movie. God, the Hobbit. I would do anything Talk about to watch both drawn of those. Out, drawn out, drawn way love to see too drawn out. Those edits down to just one sharp ass movie. Because if you take the prequels and you cut, he cut out. This is what he, they said. He said they said he did cut out all the Trade Federation stuff. Every ounce of oh, hello there, I am the space banker. Blah 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 blah. All of that's gone. <laughs> All of the confusing shit. It's it's just the story of Anakin, Obi Wan, and Anakin having the kids. Feelings, all of that boy. down to just one flick, one like hour and a half. The song is called. <laughs> the song is called <laughs> the, the Emperor. What? The Emperor. What was Lucas thinking? Like starting that with a with a trade embargo. Like, the most. Yeah, it's I like mean, like because he he said it. He didn't want it to. Lo- he literally didn't I'm want it to look and sound like Star Wars. Star. He didn't want the. Slick Empire and the Rebels who wanted to do it. That's why none of the ships look like... (laughs) Anyway. anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Use your aggressive feelings, boy. (laughs) And now, young Skywalker, you will die. (laughs) 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 Yeah! Unlimited like, power! <laughs> Episode <this> three. <laughs> publicly evil piece of shit. Like everyone's like, "Well, hey, he's the emperor. We got it. He's funneling all the resources of our society into a bit in two two death moons." I mean, give I it, don't know. Give it to John Williams. <laughs> that music is just like it. It builds up so Brilliant. much behind oh, the emperor. Yeah. It's, it's like, incredible. It's like top five famous movie people like think of all the different movies that he made oh yeah wonderful because i was just thinking jurassic park superman yes john williams i forget that he did that little and that's what fucking thing and that's what we're like you've said evan you've pointed out brilliantly what Superman in today's movies are missing is... Go on to my Facebook. I had a bum, real long bum, conversation bum, bum, with Superman. Bum, bum. We don't have that Superman. We have the dark Superman. Like, oh, is he a god or is he a... Was gonna li- like, it was all a bit... He's still Superman, apparently. Is he so, an alien? Whatever. Is he... What is he? It's so serious. We hate him. No, he's... Ha- it's super Superman. We hate him. He destroyed New York. Can we go back to the Star Wars technicalities on, on armor and attacking other ships for just one there's second? There's no... There's no... Yeah. Like... Go. Okay. Yeah, go. There's... So, one thing on... Um, oh, God. What was it? The Last Jedi was the one with... Um... Mark Hamill. Yeah. Force yeah, Awakens yeah, yeah. the yeah. first one last yeah. Washed up Luke. Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, washed up Luke. Okay, so how do y'all feel about the hyperspace attack through the uh, Imperial capital ship? Was like that where okay? where it goes silent and the ship zips through the... Yeah. I liked it. I was loved that, that. I thought it was really that cool, was but dope. at the same time, how come nobody's doing that? How come well, nobody just, was doing that before? Like you would just you sacrifice the ship. I know, but lives. you could you wouldn't have to. You could make a less complicated ship and just put a hyperdrive system on it and drive that shit through the Imperial Death Stars. So agreed. Add it to the pile of Star Wars shit that. And that's me. that's <laughs> where Star Wars needs to get their shit together. There's too many nerds that follow Star Wars and think about things. Like well, they this. had right. Sigitus. Every right. th- their their answer to 
to the next movie is a uh, bigger ship. Like ev- this is the, the hypocrisy, <laughs> the fucking hypocrisy of fucking Star Wars fans. Everyone lost their nut in Force Awakens when they showed the the Death Planet, right? Star Killer, Star Killer base, yep. and they're all like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, they have been making the sh- the same ship bigger the entire series. <laughs> Though the Star Destroyer, what's the next one? The Super Star Destroyer. <laughs> what is it? Just a big longer version of the Star Destroyer. That's fucking awesome. But a bit it just Star Wars like It was awesome though. The Super Star Destroyer is fucking so was look star- at it. It looks like 50 Manhattans harna- on a, a ship. A planet that harnesses the power it eats a sun to shoot a death beam. That's the coolest fucking but, shit I've but, ever heard in my but life. But the hi- the hyperspace thing that Charlie brought up is inconsistent because we know from uh, earlier you know episodic Star Wars canon stuff that whenever a ship enters hyperspace it's pretty much instant like Han Solo's they've done it several well, times they where they would that when the they time would... kind of stops and sound stops and it just sort of happened like they didn't show the ship slicing through it was just like Bleh! and all of a sudden the the, the 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 ship was like in two pieces and the rebel ship was gone and it was like oh damn yeah, so got... that it's 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 okay it works I'll give you that but it does like Charlie said the rebels are terrorists more or less with a lot of their yeah, tactics right. why haven't they been doing this all along and creating rammer ships that they just hyperspace into Star Destroyer Right. And they didn't want to lean too far into the the, the terrorist direction. I mean, direction you can you can say the same thing about any space show. A lot of space suicide shows. bombers, like yeah, Star maybe. Trek. You know, like why do they always meet on a two dimensional plane? Yeah, just face to face. Like why aren't Star Star Trek ships meeting like one's upside down and one's sideways and coming up from underneath? Like why are they all like immediately whoop, like up? Oh, this is the axis we all live on. Space works. Obviously, there's up, there's down. Duh. We talked know. in a in a past episode about a Star Trek episode where the the Enterprise comes up to this barrier of ships in a line. And I'm go like, down. just go down or go up. Go over. <laughs> Battlestar, Battlestar was fantastic about that because yeah. the orientation of the ships was always kind of cattywampus and like they had thrusters on every side. Yeah, where they like, yeah. So they used every. You know angle. what other? You yep. know what show? Probably best fucking depiction of space, even in the shape of the ships. The expanse. And the, the fucking expanse. <laughs> the ships aren't. There isn't like a. F- uh, you know, like how Star Trek ships have that's the bridge in the front and there's the back and the, you could almost put a tail light on that thing. The Expanse didn't like that. It's fucking dope. I can't, I can't re- recommend a show more. But uh, So anyway, we got to... Unlike The Sopranos, which I don't recommend anyway. Sopranos, we're wrapping it up. Uh, uh, watch it if you appreciate movie history. And yeah, we strongly... Dig, uh, Italian murder, murder, murder. And you know, watch, it if, watch it if you want to see what... Watch it helped spark the golden age of television. It's great. It's great a great show. show. Watch but it if you like good TV. It's a great yeah, show. It's, fine. it's a. It's hard show. to argue that it's not a that it's a bad show. Not a bad show. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it can if you're of a certain temperament it can be an exhausting show. <laughs> <laughs> Some people will be. Are you listening to me? Out of that. Sopranos. Our you parents would never. Our pa- my parents would never watch it. And you no. fucking. But it's no. it's worth it's worth one watch through for, yeah, for anyone. I mean, if you're a bingey type and you enjoy just taking one of these like AMC HBO Showtime dramas and just fucking eating it in giant chunks of four or five episodes. It's Sopranos is right there with. I mean, a lot of, like a lot of our list. It's like one my of shows. It's like just, one of my many roommates I had in college, who he started watching The Sopranos, and I didn't see him for like three days. <laughs> so that was me with, with Supernatural. I just didn't stop. I just was like, I guess I won't play any video games for the next two months. All I'm doing when I get home is just 
sitting here and watching Sam and Dean kill Rugerus. And now, and the cool thing about that is now every single horror movie I watch, including when I was watching the new Hellraiser movie with my brother, Sam and Dean, I'm thinking like. Where's fucking Sam and Dean? They just show up <laughs> and salt down. open their trunk up and they got everything to kill any monster, uh, vampire, werewolf, ghost. Take a sh- shotgunning ghosts with salt. It's just... Fuck, man. I haven't seen that in a while. Like, the salt and the shotgun with the, the, sh- the they, salt They bring it back a little stuff. bit. Like, yeah, I'm, wait- I'm waiting well, to see some of that. they start fighting angels and shit, it yeah. just did all Yeah. But yeah. Good-ass shit. Sopranos. Good show. Good shit. Doggett Club Watch recommended. It. Good stuff. John Doggett was in it. John That's Doggett that needs to be was said. in Dog was in was in Sopranos. It's we need to have a color code or a note <laughs> or a little something we put next to a show that has Robert Patrick in it. Because there's been a few, yeah. a, a good chunk of our list. Robert Patrick is in the bus, so appropriately named podcast. Tell us. He's due for an Academy Award. Fucking Robert Patrick. <laughs> you damn straight. That spirit animal dog. We're going to get him on the show one day, folks. Yep. Yeah, we've said that if, if this keeps going, if we legitimately, like, if, like if we can get, like, a hundred people listening, I would love to, like, figure out, just shot in the dark. Just book it. To be like, how much would it cost? For five minutes of your time, <laughs> we have a show called Doggett Club, but then we'd have to explain like, "Oh, we thought you were shit on X Files." <laughs> so, <laughs> we make fun of you. I mean, knowing, I mean, I, we don't know him very. You know. If we were a baseball we, team, then we, we'd have a big foam-headed. We know John Doggett. We know our impersonation of him, but our impersonation of him would say, "I didn't like me on that show either." His Im- imitate. There's one scene in X Files that his, the imitation is based on, where he where Scully walks away and uh, really out of character. He thinks she's walking back in, and he just goes, "Hey, Scully, I'm." Like it was the weirdest, most out of place thing in the world, and in the, probably the most out of place thing in the X Files. Like to the point where we had to rewind it like three times and go, and "What lo- did he just do?" <laughs> like it's the most inexplicable bunch of bullshit ever. But all right, yeah, all right. Got yourself a gun. Get yourself a gun. Got yourself a gun. Let's listen to Got this. Let's fade out on. Gotta get ourselves. Got a gun. God, it's so long at the end. <laughs> Just shut, shut up. up. Stop. Stop.